0: If you hit a raisin on your way through interventional oh, yeah. channel, why <laughs> the fuck would there yeah, be a raisin? Yeah. Oh, this. Why, yeah.
1: why is there a space uh. raisin in this example? There are so many things that actually
2: would exist in space. Raisins are not one of them. And this is where I have the note, like, I get it. There's no aliens. You had <laughs> me 45 minutes ago. Why do we stop? And furthermore, there wouldn't be any place to go to the back. Threw him on the spaceship. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I know. That, wh- I'm already with you. <laughs>
1: God-awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because it's the only job you can get when your resume says fuck as many times as mine. I'm your host, No Illusions. Heath will be unable to join us this week, has nothing to do with his eyebrows, don't ask him about them, but sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir?
0: Move over, M. Night Shyamalan. There's a new king of the twist in town. That's how I am. (laughs) That is how I fucking am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what. You could never tell how a sentence was going to end based on just how it began in this movie. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that. Of course, no one person can fill Heath's shoes. So we brought along two guest masochists today. Thomas and Aaron are the co hosts of the Philosophers in Space podcast because Aaron is a philosophy guy and Thomas is on all the podcasts that there are Thomas Aaron welcome back.
2: Ah, thanks for having me and us. And I just I it was I have to be on all podcasts, so that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Thanks exactly, for having really. Aaron and then contract recognizing contractually that I also have to be here. It's, it's
1: written into the technology of the RSS feed. It's really bizarre. It'll just <laughs> iTunes just
0: feeds him in. It's Yeah. Weird. yeah.
3: Oh, Alexa for podcasts.
1: Uh. All right, so tell us Thomas, what will we be breaking down today?
2: We uh, will be breaking down. I don't know. Like (laughs) honestly, I don't. uh, It's called Alien Intrusion, and I went into this pretty dark, you know, because yeah, I just I do what I'm told when I come on. Gam, you say, oh, this is the movie. (laughs) I watched the movie. (laughs) So you had no idea. Oh yeah, I was like, I don't. What? What is there's a Christian something? It really, you're right about the M Night Shyamalan thing. Like I I really wasn't (laughs) sure. I, for a second you're like, oh, is this a skeptic thing debunking aliens and they like, when is the Christian tie but uh but yeah, alien intrusion which is a uh like that you know that meme that's at that alien history channel guy it's mm-hmm. that if he were a Christian and a movie and that's it I think I
1: think <laughs> I think you basically summed it up as well as it could be summed up with uh, just the first couple of words there. Okay, so Eli, <laughs> how bad was this
0: movie? Well, If you love Ouija boards and the X-Files, you're getting raped by demons. (laughs) Spoiler alert, that's what this movie is fucking about. And that is how bad it is. Yep. Just now we're all on the same page. (laughs) And Aaron, I gave everybody else a
1: chance to talk. I feel like I should have a question here for you, Mm -hmm. but the formula only has two. So how
3: you feeling, buddy? um, Yeah, I should have a witty response, shouldn't I? Uh I'm great. Uh, I, I roll around in episodes of <laughs> Be Reasonable like it's catnip. So this is pretty <laughs> okay. much my speed. <laughs> All right. You were ready. <laughs> this was like a five for me again. I mean, I love that you guys are always throwing crazy shit at me, but after Laws of Eternity, this. I, I was in control over the course of this when I felt like
1: I've got to say, look. So this was so bizarre. Before we started recording, it was just me and Aaron on the line, and he goes like, "I was hoping it was going to be a little crazier." I'm like, "How? <laughs>
3: <laughs> How? <laughs> My dials are all broke." <laughs> My biggest question over the course of this movie was like, "Which one of you is going to intrusion me first? Is it like a <laughs> one at a time thing, or are we going to like do a space train, or like?"
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that after the record, <laughs> but uh, right. fair. Before we get
0: to that, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I'm going to go with best worst skepticism because yeah. Thomas hinted at this already. The first, I want to say, half of this movie are common sense, well thought out skeptical arguments against alien abductions and UFOology. With just the teeniest, tiniest bit of bullshit sprinkled in. <laughs> we'll get to
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. The second half was something else entirely.
2: Yes. <laughs> I want to go best worst Halo 2 cutscenes, I guess. Oh. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, I also have to say one more, if you don't mind. Pardon the two, but I would also say best worst people who don't know they were actually molested by their parents. Like it's sad, but oh, there's like yeah. seven of them where you're like, no, that wasn't alien. Oh God. God. You <laughs> don't really, know that. oh, that's good. It's really
1: <laughs> sad when you start thinking about this it one. Really critically. Is, it really yeah. is. It's
2: unfortunate, but it's also
3: like, what is happening? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. For me, this was best worst teaser for a movie that I'll just never, ever get to see. Like this was an hour and 40 minute promo for a horrifying space opera about some really creepy <laughs> shit. And I'm never going to get to see any of it because they blew all of the budget, as as Thomas said, on some Halo 2 um, cut scenes and, That's like, right. some sort of rip-offs <laughs> from some other better movies that we'll get to. So, yeah, like, I would have loved to have gotten the the, the backstory to all of this, but this is really just, like... It just like walk like are there, are there sequels? Do we know? Is there like a spinoff series? I, uh, I feel like. Well,
1: I know one thing is that if we can talk to people uh, listening into funding it, I will absolutely make interdimensional alien demon ass rapers the movie. Yeah, I can I can make that happen. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm I'm in.
0: And I found it on the dark
1: web. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I was gonna go with best worst credentials yes <laughs> so like they, they, we have this series of experts that they trot out over and over again in this movie and like if you're listening for it if you're not listening for it you know it sounds like they're introducing somebody with some type of credentials but if you're actually listening to it, it's like executive director of the thing he made up <laughs> right <laughs> creationologist
0: at the spectrum
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: museum i have been i've been playing it way too conservative on my cv is what i learned from this amen brother i really need to branch out
2: i learned a whole bunch of other shit i can bill myself as during this this movie Uh, you're totally right and they had one that was literally like a dot 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 where they like it started (laughs) and he has been shared in over 20 publications of other ufo research yes <laughs> like <a> really yes <laughs> the voiceover guy was like oh sh- uh I, th- oh. I thought it was gonna be a good thing but there is this, more there was that more was just the it. end of the line there was no yeah. period. i assume
1: <laughs> there was a period there mm.
2: <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what we've got a
1: small novel worth of notes on this movie so we're gonna keep the break brief and when we come back we'll dive into all the surprise therefores that are alien intrusion unmasking a deception
0: hey eli what are you up to Nothing, just getting ready for the record, because, you know, Heath is on vacation, again. Again? Man, he takes a lot of time off, huh? Boy, does he. And he doesn't even watch the movies. Watch the movie? Exactly what I was going to say. So so what's his excuse this time? I'm not sure. All he put in the work calendar was, gone again building a website. Well, why doesn't he just use Wix.com? That's what I said. With over 500 beautiful templates, Wix.com is the easiest way to make your great idea a reality. What did he say? Nothing. He didn't text me back. Well, maybe he was looking for SEO tools and specialized emails. Wix has all of that and more. That's why 140 million people trust Wix to make their website. Well, maybe it was too expensive.
1: That's what I thought. Uh, I mean, he did spend a lot of money on those custom shoes with the nickname
0: that he made up for himself. He did, but you can get started now by going to Wix.com, that's W-I-X slash podcast, and get 10% off. 10% off? That's right. Wix.com slash podcast for 10% off. Huh. Well, it couldn't have been that. I, I guess we'll never know. I guess. You want to help me write his headlines for when he gets back? Sure. Sure. We do write Heath's headlines for him. Yes, we do.
1: Okay, Glorkinauts, are you ready to explore the vast reaches of space? Yeah! Okay, now we will be traveling millions of miles, and our mission could not be more vital. Mm. What is it? We're going to go to a planet called Earth and fly around. And? and Oh. uh, And, um... A turn really fast sometimes, like and and also uh, uh, maybe
2: pick up some people while we're there.
3: Sorry, um, sorry.
2: Question: uh, You mean like fly around and share our technology, make peace between worlds, that kind of thing? Uh, no, no. Uh, you're putting a, a lot of words in my mouth. Uh, I just sort
1: of like you know, just fly around and.
3: Uh, oh, and and the people we pick up, like scientists, doctors
1: written no
0: I'm rednecks and flyover states uh drug addicts maybe sir I just want to say this this seems kind of pointless
1: well I I mean uh we'll put stuff up in their butts oh, oh okay.
0: okay yeah sure I yeah mean, me too I want to do that <laughs> And we're back
1: for the breakdown, and we're going to open up on some disembodied voices telling us all about spaceships and
0: aliens and stuff. Oh, old-timey voices, too. Just like, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to sound like an octoroon, but I think there are aliens in our spaceships.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, the beeping noises. I was like, oh, God, the po- The aliens have even started a podcast, and it's a shitty radio. <laughs> lab knockoff. And,
2: and, and Thomas is on it. It's so weird. Thomas is already a guest. Uh, yep. I know it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, Andrew taught me about in perpetuity throughout the universe. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> huh?
1: All right. So we, we start off with a couple of historic clips of people talking about aliens, and then we open the thing on Sunday, October 30th, 1938, the date of the infamous war of the worlds broadcast,
0: which we should point out that the story about war of worlds, about how much people freaked out, is exaggerated but it's a weird thing when you consider history at the time that someone in 1938 (laughs) was just like you guys want to fake an emergency radio broadcast
2: yeah no (laughs) if
0: you've never listened to that by the way listen to that fucking broadcast you'll
1: see why it had people freaking the fuck out
2: (laughs) yeah yeah, i have listened to it but they did have still have like station breaks and stuff oh yeah you know yeah But no, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And the real history of it, they get it completely wrong in this stupid fucking movie. But the real
1: history of it is that almost nobody freaked out. The, the, you know, only like 2% of the people were listening to it at the time. And most of those people who did like freak out at all, just like would call the local radio station or the local newspaper and say, hey, are there aliens invading Earth? No. Okay.
0: (laughs) You know, so people by and large did respond rationally. Right. right. And the like major freakout was about the fake freakout. Like they got hundreds of letters because old, our great grandmother was like, Dear radio, who are you to scare <laughs> the Jews and single women? You'll turn my daughter into a spinster. Love. <laughs> Rosenberg Rosenstein.
3: <laughs> it is a uh, it is a little weird to to when your whole movie is about conning Marx through fear of aliens to open with war describing war of the yeah. world. <laughs> you're, you're kind of giving the game away a little early with your All Ken right. Burns Statement War of the World's documentary. Of purpose.
2: <laughs> and this is where I'm taking a look at, again. I didn't know what the fuck this thing was, so I'm like, oh, an interesting documentary on the world of the world's thing. I that I love Orson Wells. I will watch it. But then I'm looking at the clock. This fucking movie is almost two hours long, uh. and they've got this whole – they've got, what, 45 minutes where the whole point of it is to establish that, yes, some people believe in aliens? Like, you could just say, hey, some people believe in aliens. I don't need you since well, the dawn of time and, yeah. like, do an in-depth look at different times people thought aliens were there. But see, okay, so there's this there's a strategy here,
1: actually, that you're hitting on, which is to – Kind of lull you into thinking you're watching one of those silly yeah. alien documentaries on the History Channel. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it's like, also, evolution, total bullshit. Total <laughs> bullshit. If you believe in evolution, you're like, those alien people.
3: See, I was watching this from a teaching perspective, and I was like, this is the most padded presentation that I have ever exactly, seen. You're going to circle, like, especially <laughs> in the, like, the intro before the War of the Worlds, where you get the list of all of the superpowers that the alien ships have. And, and like, you're going to hear <laughs> that same list in some form or another 20 times over yes. the course of this movie. <laughs> yes. There's just You could just see them just stretch in the hand stretch motion.
2: Yeah, this was triple spaced, uh
3: 25-point font in <laughs> movie format. Yeah, form, the
2: everybody. documentary, mm-hmm. right, yeah. yeah.
3: And yet, still no thesis statement. Like, the presentation of War <laughs> of the Worlds at the beginning of this movie is the closest we get to a thesis from this movie.
1: Well, because they don't want to tell you up front. They have to ease mm-hmm. you
3: into it,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and now john schneider's here he's not hurting anybody <laughs> john
0: schneider uh regular listeners to the show will remember him as the homeless guy who wasn't hurting anybody in several several of our episodes <laughs> Well,
1: and now he's what would jesus do and what would jesus do three fuck the
0: second one <laughs> that one doesn't
1: count it's not canon
0: <laughs> yeah and uh he uh he's here to stare Always at the wrong camera while he does it. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. Well, Well, my theory is that he is fucking all of our wives. And I think he was actually staring at one of our wives. Like, this guy is oozing. He is a dilf. Like, he is, you can tell he's fucking, this guy gets a lot of women. And what is it with self important actors who, like, his S's are like Eshes, you know? Yeah. The whole, wow, aliens have uh, and The whole movie is that. <laughs> oh,
3: so not having nearly as much of y'all's Christian movie background to understand why this person was here, my first thought was, oh, it's it's Discount Richard Dean Anderson with a Guy Fieri haircut. And I'm Ooh. like, why, why are you here? Uh, except to try to remind people of a better version of aliens coming to Earth. Right. And then he explains that he's from Smallville, which I remember is the, the movie with or the show with the sexy cult lady. Uh, right. Yep. So yeah. I assume that's the tie in like that. Oh, like well, and he's also
0: in? the dude from Dukes of Hazard,
3: Right.
1: He's mm-hmm. the, the blonde Duke. Right. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: and for those who are wondering when Anna left the room, it was now. She said, oh, <laughs> Mr. Superman and got up and left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, I love that, that that's such a great stretch for
1: credibility. He comes on and he's like, I know all about aliens. Played one once in a little show that you might have heard of uh, called uh, Smallville. Played right. jor father of <laughs> Superman.
3: No big deal. And they're doing the best they can to back him up with some math equations on the wall <laughs> behind him. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I will say, though, I, I was super impressed because they were relevant
1: math equations. Like the, the, the One was the Drake equation and... And one was the formula for time dilation. I didn't recognize the other ones, but those were actually relevant to what some of the stuff they were going to talk about. I was super impressed that they were actual equations at all,
3: really. Sure. And and I would give Mr. CW a ham sandwich if he could explain any of the equations. Yeah. In that <laughs> moment. But, but sure.
2: <laughs> and we already, it's going to be hard because there's no fucking rhyme or reason to this. It's going to be hard to keep track of what meaningless backdrop is behind what exact thi- nothing that people are saying. But <laughs> like, at a certain point during this first bit, we get a couple of our our Halo Two level cutscenes, and one is like, "In the future, we will jump out of spaceships for no reason." It's like I- talking <laughs> about the future, and there's a what? spaceship, and then a guy just leaps out of it, mm-hmm. but there's no rhyme or reason to that. And then there's another one where they're talking about like, "Oh yeah, futuristic uh, alien worlds." And uh, they they they've got flying cars. Here, I love this (laughs) flying cars on this alien planet. But like, they fly right next to each other, going the opposite direction. Yeah, (laughs) the whole point of flying cars that like you could open it up a little bit, maybe you know, there's nothing but room up there. Nothing, but (laughs) maybe maybe fly on different levels if you're going different direction. Nope, they just took a street and moved it up like 15 feet, and there's so there's still gonna be constant. alien head on head. Yeah, right.
1: No, you want traffic. You don't want to get rid of the traffic. (laughs) And then we get one of my, one of the credentials that I love. This was my, the first one and probably my favorite. (laughs) Gary Bates will be basically our Sherpa up Mount bullshit. And when they introduce him, they say he has an Amazon best selling Mm -hmm. book. (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Now, I'm not going to say that's an easy accomplishment to
2: have or anything, but so do I, right? Like that's, (laughs) that's the level of celebrity you need. That's the best. I I have that note too. Like in his Amazon best-selling uh paper clip together <laughs> pile of documents that doesn't you know, like the picture yes. is like clearly like th- some some dittos that your teacher made and like put together for the class. You know, it's so <laughs> awesome.
3: Gary Bates, aka the, the surrogate father figure from Six Feet Under, who looks like he would quietly oh, yeah. refer to aliens as boat people, but he'd like look around before <laughs> he did. <laughs>
1: And okay, so Gary Bates is here to just shoot his wad of credibility three seconds in, right? Because he talks about his research on the uh, the War of the Worlds broadcast. Everything he says is incorrect. He talks about (laughs) Percival Lowell and his uh, Martian canals. He gets that wrong
0: too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like if you hit Michael Marshall on the back of the head really hard seven times and you were like, do a fucking TED talk. That's this movie. It's just like, hello, everyone, yours. Yeah. Do you how many audiences are there? Is it three? <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's not the only dark version of um Marsh in this movie either. This is like all of the like this is like if Marsh made that movie with a guy with multiple personalities and it's just like all the creepy versions of Marsh <laughs> just coming out of the or- woodworks.
0: Or if Marsh was the star of Multiplicity, starring yeah, Michael Keaton. Exactly. That fantastic romantic comedy <laughs> that used as a comedic foil that if you make a copy of a copy, it becomes mentally challenged. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a real movie. Look yeah. it up, everybody. The past eighties weren't the 80s weren't the great. <laughs>
2: mm, that was the 90s.
0: <laughs> oh god Jesus I was hoping to push
1: it back a little further from now. 90s okay, weren't fine. great. No, they yeah, were. It was only a
3: little more abusive in this movie though. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so now we're going to talk about science
2: fiction uh for a little bit. Yeah. That could be any part of this movie. I don't know what they be more specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's aliens, I think. I don't know. Right.
3: Premise one of this movie, people believe a bunch of shit without evidence. Boom. Yeah. Shack. Yeah. Firm we can skip
2: past two boobless hours by just being like aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, okay, but, but our expert on uh, science fiction
1: as a genre here, this is Dr. Jonathan Sarfati. He's a spectroscopist for Creation Ministries International. <laughs> so, you know, he knows his shit. And in case you're doubting his sci-fi cred, by the way, He's seen every
0: episode of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. no, look, I'm a big fan
3: of the television. What? Come on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. Like, like, <laughs> he said Star Wars, not Star Trek. Yeah, right? no, like, he said,
2: well, He said, I've seen every episode of Star Trek and Star Wars. Like, if he said, I've seen every episode of the Big Bang
3: Theory and the Godfather. <laughs>
1: right,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
3: doesn't make have sense. Have you seen Babylon 5? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. How serious are you about this? Lex well, right, yeah, exactly.
1: As though sci-fi cred is familiarity with Star Wars and Star Trek. Let, never mind that he fucks that
3: up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were weird parts to this where they lay... Like, like you were saying earlier, like they use these scientifically accurate arguments. And it just feels like you've got a dog that that you know is housebroken, but it still chooses to pee on the couch and just like <laughs> eyeballs you yeah. to fuck you during the process. <laughs> right?
0: My summary of this movie is like if Philosophers in Space had a patron who turned out to be a goddamn crazy person, but like they pledged at the $175,000 level, so you let them on the show for two yeah. hours, okay.
2: the resulting episode would be this movie. That's 100% true, and we are willing at Philosophers
3: in to make that happen for right, you. I'm call just in. Just typing that in the hundred patreon.com slash <laughs> GOG. Yeah.
2: All right, so yeah, We're editing, hold on, let me edit Hang on, along. I'm just on my own <laughs> the Patreon Hang on a second <laughs> You know, I'd probably do it for 100000 though too. Are we doing <laughs> Matreon, are we still doing that thing? I love too when they're like, uh, the scientific law of causality And you're like, that's not actually that's <laughs> yes. not a scientific law
3: I message Jeremiah Traeger Do y'all talk this way? I mean, I know I talk yeah. this way Because I'm a freak, <laughs> but like, y'all deal with real things Would you use these words? <laughs> you know, another thing that's great
2: here Is one of them, I think it's him If I'm on the right guy he says, if there's no Big Bang Theory, which he disproved by nothing, by the standard, you know, like, oh, what caused uh, the, yep. that? Yeah. He says, if there's no Big Bang, th- Bang Theory, there's no alien life. Yeah. And that right. contradicts what? the all of the movie before this because they already talked about how plenty of beliefs and aliens predated the knowledge of the Big Bang Theory. Like, it doesn't – what is the – Huh? Well, well perhaps contradicted yourself. Dr. Robert
1: Carter, another real actual scientist, <laughs> biologist for Creation Ministries International, can, uh, can shed some light on this. You see, evolution is crap. It's a load of shit. There was just the one creation, like it said in the Bible, seven days. <laughs> and, and to defend this, by the way, he says, if life evolved on Earth, it's speculated that it would have evolved over and over millions of times because, you know, anything that happened once must have happened millions of times. It's like when Dr. Robert Carter has his mom's vagina around his head, has to happen several times in order for it to happen once, right?
3: Yeah. This is where I set my Fermi Paradox egg timer, and it's going to be like half an hour before that fucker goes off. I was like, if you bastards go through this whole movie without naming this thing. But no, what they're going to do is they're going to, pre-set up all of the responses to it and then drop the term the terminology Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's the fermi paradox via your brother's drug dealer when you first start buying pot (laughs) no, no no i'll give you the bag in a second man sit on my couch and next to my teenage girlfriend what if every alien made a baby and sent it to the moon. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. Wait, I'm Eli, sorry. you're
2: just talking about Joe Rogan. You're, I am. Sorry. It's, 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 sorry. Just that's who he buys his <laughs> weed from. Actually, Rogan his show. brother buys yeah. his weed from Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan could have been on this. And I Well, we, that. We, get, we, we do get
3: a dehydrated version of Joe Rogan later in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we also get one of my favorite quotes in the whole movie where Sephardi says, quantum physics is actually a field I studied for my PhD. Which uh-huh. is like which is which is uh, Ag Bar level kind of weasel yeah, like, Clearly, right, yeah. for legal reasons, <laughs> you were not allowed to say you are a quantum physicist. Like, did you get kicked out of a collider at some point? Did you try to point. Have sex with a collider. That's not why we <laughs> call them colliders, by the way. Do not try to fuck a collider, it's you, Eli. It's
0: not why you call them a collider. Exactly. Um, Thank you. Two
1: so, but, but yeah, but no, but that's that's such a clever little thing. Again, great little thing to add to your CV because. My sister on her way to a PhD in history took some classes in physics, right? Yeah. So yeah, she studied quantum physics on her way to a PhD. Sure, why not?
3: Yeah. This guy's shtick is basically the cosmological argument combined with quantum hand waving, which is really just like a scat and Santorum sandwich <laughs> for philosophy. But
1: also, but but honestly, he even fucks that up because it's not mm-hmm. even a mix of the two. It's a little quantum hand waving and then the Kalam cosmological argument verbatim, yep. right? So, yeah, and 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 then he gets to his conclusion, which is apparently without the Big Bang, there can't be aliens. Where the yeah. fuck is this coming from?
3: Yeah, <laughs> especially when Act 3 is interdimensional aliens. I feel like they're, <laughs> they're, there are some parts in this movie where they really contradict themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now the biologist guy gives us the extraterrestrial hypothesis about our alien visitor friends.
2: Is this the beginning of our putting on the screen uh, like obscure polls that say insane crap that can't possibly be representative (laughs) is the first part of that. Uh, In a 1997 Time magazine, uh, also my daughter's lemonade stand poll, uh, (laughs) it said that 80% of people believe aliens are real and that my dick is super big. (laughs) uh,
3: Definitely. Yeah, no, the top line of this one was just So unbelievable that I'm calling bullshit. Eighty percent of people think that Donald Trump has avoided tweeting about the aliens that he found out about. That is fucking impossible. I I, I sooner believe that aliens walked here from Alpha Centauri than believe that Donald Trump kept that secret.
1: Well, keep in mind, this poll is from 97, right? Like they could have gotten more recent numbers and they chose not to. So.
2: This is, yeah, it's like a 1997 poll from my table at the diner in Roswell where it that has the alien like on top of it. Like, that's what the poll is. There's no I, fucking way. Yeah. I looked myself right in the mirror and
0: I said, what percentage of you think aliens are
3: real? <laughs> and he still couldn't get you 100. It was still like 80. Uh. <laughs> This is also the part where I start to realize that they're going to like, they're attacking this theory and that like, I thought y'all had had me back on for some more fun chariot of the gods, but this is in fact the opposite because y'all ruin everything with Jesus. Like, we can't even have fun aliens. Yeah, I'm like, oh, these are some of these are good arguments for
2: why aliens aren't real, but like, what? (laughs) I don't know what I'm arguing. But I also have to say, okay, are we on Edmund North yet? That's the note I have. Are we on the uh, Edmund H. North quote? Because. This is not a best worst. This is a best best. I have to say, this is a solid compliment to this film. They have the best, best readers of quotes from people who are dead or whatever. They've got some, (laughs) they hired some poor out of work voice actor or something who decided like he was going to research into every bit of minutia about the particular accent and time period of every single person he reads. Because the one for Edmund H. North is like a civil war letter. He's, like, talking about how, uh, it, what was it? It was the the movie, uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still or whatever. Yeah. And Some yeah. quote about how, like, there's Jesus-y stuff in there. And he, the quote is something like, oh, well, that was just my private little joke. I never, and, like, it's a meaningless quote. None of it makes any sense. I have no idea why it's in the movie. But, like, the voice actor is like, it was my private little joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this angle. I hope the Christ comparison would be subliminal. You have to listen. I want to make a supercut of just the people reading the quotes. It's incredible. It spans countries, time periods. It's amazing. Some of it's racist. It's really pretty impressive.
3: (laughs) In this particular case, it does a great job covering for the fact that all he's saying is, hey, have you noticed that like some movies have hero narratives or like (laughs) massages? (laughs) Kind of makes you think, don't it? Yeah, Yeah.
1: right, right, exactly. Like, saviors show up in stories sometimes. Hmm, almost
0: like Jesus is real. What? Just camera cuts over to Joseph Campbell smoking a cigarette. What? (laughs) 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 What? Uh, I wasn't even ready. Uh, You guys are doing my thing? You're doing my thing. Something about Jews. What? Oh, I wasn't ready. If this documentary just occasionally cut to Joseph Campbell on the toilet, not
3: ready. Uh, Get out of here. Get out.
0: Ah,
2: midwife.
3: <laughs> yeah, but the logic of this movie, Doctor Who is Jesus. That's... that's the yep, absolutely.
2: And we also get them a bunch of times in this little section. They keep referring to, yeah, see, belief in extraterrestrial life is widespread. It's constant. It's everywhere. And every quote they give is somebody saying, oh, imagine if there were aliens. That'd be weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's like, it's like Reagan. It's like different presidents having mm-hmm. said, well, how small would we, would our petty differences feel if there were aliens? And they keep saying, "Yeah, look, he believes in aliens." Well, it's like <laughs> he's yeah. practically an abductee.
0: <laughs> oh, they capture one of Reagan's most meandering and worst. I look, look up aliens Reagan speech on you. You have to watch this speech because it's him going. Y'all seem real mad about Iran Contra, but what if? Hear me out. There was. An an alien spook, then (laughs) y'all wouldn't be mad at me. Google Ronald Reagan's signature.
1: I love that Ronald Reagan (laughs) has exactly the same voice as Donald Trump in your impressions. That's awesome. Why did they have the same?
3: And the same plan as Ozymandias from Watchmen. He's just stoned Ozymandias up there. Yep. Yep.
1: All right. So then, yeah, but they talk about how mainstream belief in aliens are. And then John Schneider steps back in to say, but... How do we know that these totally legit spaceship sightings that we all can believe are real, because look, there's video, yeah. are of aliens,
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, and this is the part where they're going to try to step up and steelbot UFOologists, I guess, like by pointing out how trendy the aliens are. They just kind of keep up with popular culture a lot and therefore are real. Like, like Real, the that, exactly.
1: It leads them to conclude
2: the opposite of what that would lead you to conclude. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and like, they, there's a certain point where they show this footage, and it's like the shittiest looking UFO you've ever seen. And, and the subhead thing is like Mexico City sighting, 1997. Still unexplained. <laughs> yes. And it's like they might as well have shown a clip from ALF and been like, ALF, still
3: <laughs> <laughs> To be
2: fair, there are Not a lot of unanswered, unanswered questions uh, about ALF. Uh, I think that's just uh, camera tricks. I don't really think.
1: All right. <laughs> and then, right. okay, now we're going to meet probably my favorite presenter in the thing, or maybe my second favorite presenter. He is Joseph Jordan. I have him down as, um, you know, it's like Pawn Stars body double through most of my notes. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the guy that works for MUFON. He's been doing this UFO shit for 20 years, so you can tell he's not a loser.
2: <laughs> is, he, is he the guy that's Jack from Twitter? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack from Twitter. Okay, got it.
3: Yeah, he's the
1: one oh, who's yeah. been cited over 20 times by other yes.
3: UFO researchers. By other people, I assume, in the MUFON organizations. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> he's also uh. the
0: director for their South Korean wing. Yes, yes. Which contains <laughs> him. Yeah.
3: He <It> basically <laughs> sets it up like these are the best of the best of the best with honors, sir.
2: Yes. Oh, really? It's the It's the... South Korean uh, uh department South Korean uh what do they call it when it's like the a uh, bureau yeah. of our, uh, <laughs> yeah. particular the national director for South yeah. Korea <laughs> national and, and what's amazing is
0: this guy introduces himself by being like look according to the statistics 20 million people have seen a ufo 4 million people have been abducted now that is bullshit but i have <laughs> To <laughs> hundreds of people who saw goes, things they couldn't explain. Yeah. So he says, "I've inv-
1: I've interviewed people that have seen things they cannot explain." I'm like, "Look, dude, I've interviewed people who can't explain the fucking book they wrote. That's <laughs> nothing. I'm unimpressed."
2: the uh, the The weirdest thing happens here because, again, I didn't know where the fuck this was going. Like, I, I I was like, "I don't." We're debunking aliens, but then not. Like, then we're also like, "No, but also there are aliens." I so I had no fucking idea. I didn't know when I was going to be, you know, jesus at. (laughs) But then they do the weirdest thing because they show this quote of the the guy, I think it's the French guy that was inspiration for the Mm -hmm. Close Encounters of the Third Kind movie Mm -hmm. or whatever. And he said, the quote is, I'll be disappointed if UFOs turn out to just be visitors from another planet because I think they could be much more interesting. I'm like, wait, so is this guy just trying to move the Overton window on UFOs? Like, just just assume the conclusion? Like, oh, well, there's definitely UFOs, but it might be
3: wizards or some shit.
2: I don't know. Let's, let's debate. UFOs. We know are they wizards or are they Jesus? Let's debate. That's the debate. That's the He's, question. he's on Over Twitter
3: trying to outwoke aliens basically. <laughs> yes. And this is the part where we're getting like their argument from close encounters of the third kind being a movie. Right, and I, I just mm-hmm. wonder if by this same argument, like if we made a movie about a golem coming to life and just like punching Richard Spencer, and I consulted some Jews like Eli in the process, would that make golems real by the argument of this movie? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know a Tennessee judge who would go
0: see that movie. Yeah, so no, we do.
2: <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> do it,
1: crazy billionaire Patreon Money.
2: dot com. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so then we, okay, so we're going to cut back to Gary Bates. And again, Gary Bates is sort of the, like, he's the producer, I think, of this movie, the writer, whatever. He's the main alien guy. he think he's the too. Is, you know, He's pretty much everything. That's why the credits were so short. That was the most disappointing thing about this fucking movie, right? Um, an hour and 47 <laughs> minutes, and the whole time you're thinking to yourself, okay. like, some of that's got to be credits, though,
2: right? So that explains it, because my entire question, my question for this entire movie was, why is your movie a dude being interviewed by somebody else that wasn't your movie? You know what I mean? It's like if I, if it's like if I made the like Barack Obama the movie, and then all the clips are Obama being interviewed by David Letterman, and like oh, no, that's my movie. Yeah, well, I, but I, I guess it makes sense if he made is the guy. I didn't know that. I was like, what? You're just using someone else's show. It seems like a move that Dinesh would pull. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is that he's
1: trying to show how legit he is. He's been interviewed. On Australian TV,
0: people.
2: Oh, well. I'm no, sorry. Just some do you Johnny think they just
0: let lady. anybody on the Nat Chat? No, they <laughs> fucking don't. <laughs> you have to sign up, just like everyone else at that <laughs> <Mike> television program. <laughs> all
1: right. So, and this is also where we start to at least hint at the fact that some people don't think these UFOs are aliens at all. They think they're interdimensional.
2: Ooh. Yeah. And they say, I want to pre- pretty precisely quote here because they're from another world or another dimension. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we're not from a dimension. Like we don't. <laughs> dimension F. Like, no, that we live in. No, three dim- we're we can- in the third dimension. We're height. We're- yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> yeah. We live in three dimensions. What is another dimension that you're from? Like, do you come across people from the width dimension from time to time?
3: Yeah, I, I, think, I think they mean a universe. And I'm still confused at this point, obviously, because there's no thesis statement. So I'm like, no. so we're going to do interdimensional aliens instead of aliens from the Big Bang. But it's not like interdimension dimension. Doesn't violate the laws of known science any more or less than anything else that was being described about space travel. Like, I mean, if you're yeah, trying to explain yeah. the multiverse, the Big Bang's super useful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like it's gonna be much easier to traverse space than traverse universes. Right.
2: The whole thing is to explain. Well, if it was impossible, if it's impossible to travel that far, how are they here? Because the science says you can't do it. Solution. They're in a dimension so they can just do like a zipper and up and then go through the zipper and then they're here. Over and over again, they
1: say it can't be aliens because faster than light travel would take too much energy. So they go through dimensions, which, as we know, is fairly energy neutral. It's easy.
2: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) but also I do it all the time. Well, I'm in fact, I need to go to the store. I'm just going to hop through the dimension. Yeah, no, I've traveled (laughs) from the third
1: dimension to the second dimension. uh, Once I got downstairs, it was crazy. But. What I really love here, too, is that they even do this wrong because they're constantly when they're talking about these, uh, the distances the aliens would have to travel. They're always talking about intergalactic distances, right? Not interstellar distances. They switch Mm -hmm. between the two of them as though those two terms are synonymous.
0: It's like, yeah, it takes you about 10 minutes to get to Whole Foods and a hundred million years to get to Alpha Centauri if you walk. That's <laughs> basically what we're saying is aliens are created by a goat demon who was cast out of heaven. I think you all follow along with what I'm saying here.
2: Because at Holford, right. you got to find parking. Hold on, hold on. He's right. It does take me ten minutes to get <laughs> Yeah, to get right, right, right. Everything he's saying is true. <laughs> uh. Oh, and then we meet, okay, this
1: is um, the guy I think was actually just a real scientist that they tricked into this. This is... a. Uh, Dr. Henry Richter, who basically just comes in and goes like, yeah, the whole thing with hyperspace and wormholes, that's kind of silly. Probably not a real
0: thing. Uh, Yeah. So uh, what's my job in this uh, documentary? Oh, you're here to explain that science fiction is, in fact, fiction. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yep, Light, <laughs> lightsabers would be hot. You probably couldn't hold them. Great, just keep going. And when this fits our Bible narrative, we'll tell you to stop. Uh, midichlorians kind of feel like bullshit. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> Chewbacca's from the same planet As the Ewoks That doesn't make any sense Later they changed that But in the novels I know they say they're non-canonical But they keep referencing them So Is, is the canon that references non-canon Non-canonical? I don't know You guys said there was craft services? <laughs>
1: <laughs> also I love This is the This is the space will fuck you up Part of the
0: show too <laughs> If you hit a raisin on your way through interventional oh, yeah. channels, <laughs> why the <laughs> fuck would there yeah. be a raisin? Oh, and, this. Why, yeah.
1: why is there a space uh. raisin in this example? There are so many things that actually would exist in space. <laughs> Raisins
2: are not one of them. And this is where I have the note, like, I get it. There's no aliens. You had <laughs> me and 45 minutes ago. Why do we stop? And furthermore, there wouldn't be any place to go to the bathroom on the spaceship. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I know. That, what,
3: I'm already with you. <laughs> and it wouldn't be so bad if there weren't some stuff that I want to hear about later with sex demons that's just not yeah, going right to get enough coverage. just glaze <laughs> over.
0: <laughs> that they will just
2: fucking glaze
3: they over. Glaze? over. buckle in. Yeah.
2: I know if their Patreon perk is un- full unedited interview with rectum guy, like I'm, I'll, I'll sign on. Like, what tier is it? Is it monthly? Is it per creation? What All do we
1: right. Get? And by the way, Tom, it's great job teasing that the rectum guy is coming up
3: later on in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. And that it's not me for once.
1: Yeah, right,
3: right. Exactly. No, Finally. Instead, we're getting the explosion special effects from the raisin twice. There are so many times.
1: Fireball that the spaceship would explode to into an outer space if it encountered the
3: space raisin. Yes. They're super excited about science. Okay.
2: I'm not a scientist. And physicists correct me. But like the idea that just because you're going super, 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 super fast, that a raisin would create a nuclear bomb, is that real? Or like, I feel like, like, If you shot a bullet, like the fastest thing in the world, but at a piece of paper, it's just going to go through the piece of paper. Is is there a speed at which it turns into a nuclear holocaust? I I mean, (laughs) the the speed of the impact would have that
1: much energy, you know, would have the energy of that. But, you know, I... I've never shot a raisin at near relativistic speeds at a spaceship. I didn't
2: take raisin sciences (laughs) in in college. Basically. Uh, I don't
3: know. They should have spent a lot more time debunking force fields is what needed to happen here.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, but, okay, but then they
1: they do bring up force fields, right? They're like, okay, all right, but you're probably thinking, what if the
0: spaceship has a
4: force field? <laughs>
0: and I love that all of our notes are,
3: nope, that is not what I was thinking.
2: <laughs>
3: We're still stuck on the raisin, but carry on. <laughs> who,
2: who dropped, who spilled all these fucking raisins? Like, what? The last guys to make the interstellar jump, like, just had an open thing of raisins. They spilled them everywhere. Ruined it for the entire universe.
3: Yeah, right? It'd be great if there was, like, an ancient race that just decided to fuck everyone over by sewing the entire universe with raisins. <laughs> just like, ah, no space travel for anyone. <laughs> They'll never follow
0: us now. The Fermi paradox is solved. And is it me, or do they have to concede the argument from you don't know, therefore it's not impossible because they're all Christians as a movie, right? Everyone goes round robin that they've interviewed so far going, but I don't know, so it is 50-50, and that's how I believe things about the universe.
3: (laughs) There appears to be a rule that Marsh has taught me amongst conspiracy theorists that everyone has to respect the possibility of everyone else's bullshit theory. Even though they are totally incompatible, we all just do a gentleman's bow and say, oh, it could be either flat or cylindrical who knows yep yeah
1: (laughs) all right so but but you're probably wondering to yourself well what are the implications of that the space raisin has on evolution it'll it turns out that evolution also is bullshit because that is required to disprove alien abduction scenarios too
0: again this movie is constantly getting you it's like i mean look it would take a tremendous amount of technology that we have no concept of to travel across galaxies. Also, where there are monkeys everywhere, where would they? Wouldn't they be all gone? Come on,
3: <laughs> two right. common sense arguments against aliens. Am I right? This is where we get the panspermia argument as well, right? Yes, mm-hmm. which is by oh, far. Oh,
2: Yes, are we on that? Oh, Pan- yes. panspermia is Thank my God. favorite
3: porn title of all time. I'm just going to start off with that. This guy.
0: I I want this clip of him going panspermia or seeds from space. Nope. Nope. (laughs) That is not.
1: He says, he goes, it means almost literally seeds from everywhere. I'm like, it means sperm from everywhere, bro. You can say
2: it. It's already in the name. (laughs) And And then they do another. Oh my. Then they do the best. And I know what you're thinking. Like similar to the one you just did, except it's even worse. And they spend even more time on it. They go, and I know what you're thinking. Why couldn't the aliens have just hand delivered the, yes, what? the alien life juice to every planet? And you're like, no, that's not what I was thinking. In fact, that sounds harder than whatever the last thing was. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Thomas,
1: I'm having trouble with this uh, concept. Is there any kind of visual aid that you could yeah, give Yeah, yeah, exactly. Me
2: to- <laughs> then they proceed. Well, fortunately, my son has whipped up a 10-minute animation <laughs> on this thing you never asked and makes no fucking sense of an alien landing somewhere walking a (laughs) fucking (laughs) pitcher of life juice to pour into a pond that he couldn't have just landed at, by the way. I had to land like 30 yards away from it so we could see him walk for 15 minutes. Oh,
3: fantastic. Yeah, my question here was, wouldn't it have just been cheaper to just buy the opening sequence of Prometheus? I mean, like, no one is using it at this point. Like, how is Ridley Scott not suing you people for this shitty CGI? (laughs)
0: Although, I do have a theory with what happened. Look, can we stop here? Can we stop here, Zarthagar? I really have to go.
1: If you can't hold it, fine.
2: Seriously? Come on. I, I have to go. I'll be so quick. I'll be so quick. You better be. We've got like two million light years left on this trip. I don't want to stop every 20 minutes. Millions
1: of years later...
2: Oh, look, look, it's the it's the planet we stopped on on the way here. Can
0: we stop again? I gotta go. Again?
1: Unbelievable. Um, no.
0: Oh, come on, guys. I'll be quick again. No, I, I, I mean, there's no space. Where you
1: stopped to pee last time is a a 16-lane highway.
2: Oh. Oops. What did you eat? We're gonna get in so much trouble. I pee organisms.
1: So just I saying guess that could could also be it okay so yeah <laughs> but they do point out that panspermia is not an answer to abiogenesis because obviously life would have had to begin somewhere else and they don't trust their audience to get that without it being pointed out we also get a- another one of those great quote reads uh, that Thomas uh, was talking about this is the German guy that basically just said <laughs> spiritual but not religious people are often also stupid UFO people.
0: It's the best. People who say they don't go to church but are religious um, don't understand what those words mean, generally. Uh, and therefore don't understand other words, uh, generally. I'm dead now.
3: Yep. <laughs> this movie's an hour and a half of regresses, boy. I don't know.
2: There's also a Fred Hoyle one. I love when they do this. They quote a scientist and they make clear to say like atheist, Fred Hoyle, atheist. <laughs> and then they they cherry pick something that makes it sound like he's saying, oh, of course, all of Darwin is debunked. That's all bullshit. And they are like, wait, but he's an atheist. So if he's stupid enough that he's an atheist, but he thinks all of Darwin is debunked, doesn't that undermine yeah. the, his quote like. Now I find him to not be convincing. Are you saying that we should
1: listen to what the atheist scientists say or not? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. All right. So, but speaking of atheist scientists, now it's time to talk about Enrico Fermi.
0: (laughs) Fucking finally. Look, there is nothing I love more than people who are as dumb about these pop science concepts as I am, but truly No one has ever gotten the Fermi Paradox more wrong than this movie. (laughs) Look, if there were such a thing as aliens, they would have gone to high school with me. (laughs) (laughs) Frederico Fermi, attorney at
2: law.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they really got to work on intro paragraphs.
2: (laughs) It's essentially like, is this where they're like, Okay, according to the Fermi paradox, and they do a number of, of nonsense, and they say, therefore, there would be an alien in every square inch of this room right <laughs> now, yes. right. floating in a bath of alien body parts <laughs> as we Like speak. the
1: overpopulation
2: uh, episode of Star Trek. checkmate, yes. atheist, and anti-alien, or alien, yeah. pro-alien? <laughs> who are we debunking at this point? I actually don't remember. It's a
3: Malthusian a Fermi. <laughs> of Fermi.
0: Yeah. What's amazing, the true version of this is like, look, even if it took a million years to learn space travel, because of how long it is, there'd be all these different places exploring, except they don't understand that. So they start at year zero with the first colony starting at the beginning of time and moving <laughs> outwards. And because they're doing exponential math at the end, they're like, that's
2: right. There'd be eight hundred and fifty quadrillion alien. oo." <laughs> yeah.
3: That's- in fact, your daughter would be an alien. Is your daughter an
4: alien? <laughs> no. <Yeah.
3: laughs> well, what's weird is they leave out about half of the potential solutions to the Fermi Paradox in order to make that kind of argument. Yeah. Like this, the, For example, the really important one for this movie would be the solution where the species never gets off planet because they succumb to stupid religions and climate change. I feel <laughs> like that <laughs> could be really relevant.
1: And even in the context of their own movies, since they've just spent all this time talking about how interstellar travel, which they (laughs) confuse with intergalactic travel, would be impossible, you don't have to solve the Fermi paradox, right? You've already gotten around that just by being wrong about something else.
2: Right. Well, I think that in this, in this version of the Fermi paradox, there's so many aliens that they can actually just stand on each other's shoulders oh, and see. get to us. Like,
3: <laughs> and just, like, seriously, what did that animation mean? It looked like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is another situation, though, where they're directly like, One theory that they put forward directly contradicts another because they just spent 20 minutes explaining how large space is. So then turning around and saying, you know, in the past 20 minutes that we've been looking at space, we haven't found anything yet. So clearly there are no aliens (laughs) out there, right? Right. So he ain't found shit. A bunch of and I know what you're thinking. What
2: about one really, really big alien who could walk here? Well, here's 10 minutes. Of- no, they didn't do that. But for a minute, you thought they did. For a minute, you thought they did. It wouldn't have been out of character. Hey, no, guys. You, you weren't sure. Eli was
1: checking his notes. Wait, did
0: that yeah, happen? Right.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're this far into the movie. We haven't been to Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, Let's God. fix that shit.
0: Oh, man. And if you want to be bummed out halfway through a documentary, (laughs) let's go to New Mexico. (laughs) That state you couldn't name with a gun to your head unless you lived there. (laughs) And look at their
1: sad-ass little museum. Oh, Oh, my God, the little UFO museum there. They're trying their damnedest to make it look good with the camera shots that they're choosing. It is fucking
0: sad.
2: You mean the museum of models of what aliens definitely don't fucking look like? (laughs) That one?
0: When Whitesnake was playing at the local fair... They left behind a smoke machine, so now we has an alien museum. Roswell, New Mexico. Suicide's not illegal here. Roswell, New Mexico. Buy some beef jerky with a triangle on it. Please make it stop.
3: (laughs) The weirdest part of all of that, though, is how much jelly there is coming off of this movie as they're recording Roswell. Like It looks really shitty, and yet you cut to Gary, and it's like, man, fuck these people cutting into our market shares. This is
1: is bullshit. (laughs) Yes.
3: These people are walking away from Jesus. Well, one of them brings up
2: something that I, I never thought about, where they're like, if you live in Roswell, then you give someone your address over the phone every time they say... Wait a minute, Roswell is in the aliens, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'd kill myself." Just fucking move, just move. And then I realized, wait a minute, if you live anywhere in New Mexico, just move, just move out. Of- you can li- do you? People know there are other places you can move to. Do they know? Yeah, but when you're that close to Texas,
1: like, are you really thinking it's going to be better?
3: <laughs> I'm guessing if you're there, you you can't afford to move. Let's be honest. This here. is
0: where we interview the pastor. At Roswell, New Mexico, Mm. and you have never seen a sadder grifter try the three card money when everyone wants to do three shell game. He's just like, hey, I got a fucking church set up. They tell me all the crazies, they're gonna show up all the fucking time. It's gonna be great. No, the crazies, they're all over there with the fucking smoke machine. I'm on my own. Got my fucking thumb up my ass over here trying to get people, trying to give people in a small town some hope and meaning that their tiny, terrible existence will matter. And then they're over there saying it's silver, green skinned little men, motherfuckers, pouring in on my territory. We just watch them kick over their mailbox. You know, honestly, this movie really
1: is a turf war between alien conspiracy theories and Christianity. That's mm-hmm. really Absolutely. what we're watching.
3: And from here until the end of the movie, you're going to get to listen to American Beauty's piano. That's pretty much the soundtrack from here on out for anyone who doesn't get a chance to watch this. (laughs) Oh, God. You're going to be thinking about a bag spinning for the next 45 minutes. I love, too, there's this bit where they cut back to
1: uh, Gary Bates in his uh, interview, and he's like, look, I've even had people tell me Jesus was an advanced alien. Now, I don't want to ridicule those people. I'm like, why would you not
0: want to ridicule those people, dude? He is so concerned with not making fun of people. Every time he has something insane to say, he's like, look, I don't want to make fun of people because I have an Australian accent. And I know I sound like a cartoon giraffe, but I'm just saying Christ of Nazareth was an undead God who sacrificed himself to himself. And that's the fix. That's the fix. I don't want to shit on anyone else's worldview, but that's the fix.
2: Well, it's, it, the reason for all of that is what I eventually figured out that this fucking movie was after a lot of confusion, a lot of confusion. I eventually figured out this is somebody read like a business textbook, some Christian did, and they're like, oh, what you need to do is find an extremely specific niche and make sure we have <laughs> exploited it. Like the, <laughs> I didn't know this was a big market sh- segment. But, uh, people who think they were abducted by aliens, we need to make sure they're Christian. So we'll fashion a whole mythology of how it's cool. It's amazing. So <laughs> the whole time he's like, I, I, I don't want to ridicule. I want, I want to be very respectful because he knows he's talking to a bunch of fucking nutcases yep. who think that they got raped by aliens.
3: <laughs> yeah. this, yep. this is the radical centrism of conspiracy theories. He's really... Right. <laughs> Sitting there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so now
1: Pawnstar's body double guy is going to tell us the actual story of Roswell and he's going to give the official yeah, it's just a weather balloon and people freak the fuck out story,
2: right? <laughs> At which point I'm like, wait, oh, I I agree with you. What the only hold fuck. on? There's four minutes of movie where they're like, as you said, the best worst skepticism. They're like, yeah, no. Here's the thing. It was just uh, a weather balloon. That's the <laughs> simple story. I don't know why all these people don't get it. In fact, and, and he, one guy even says, oh, you know, they've got, a, you know, look at look at Roswell. They got the. It's in the car dealerships. It's in the restaurant. They're not gonna. They're invested in this. Right. I was like, oh my god, please turn that lens to inward. Just aim, it, aim it a little to the left into you. My favorite version of this sort of like
0: self defeated closed eyed version of skepticism is when the guy goes, yeah, I mean Area 51 exists there are more than 50 areas I don't know <laughs> I'm walking such a thin line between crazy and not
3: Yeah, at one point he says, uh the reality is, one already believes something before you look at the facts or data. It's a yeah. form of pre-belief. Let me give you an example. And we're like, buddy, you do not need to give anyone here an example
2: of this <laughs> Let me give no. Let me give you an
3: example.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Your example will be the third act, buddy. So they start talking about like UFO sightings and what is responsible and it's natural phenomenon. And at one certain point, I love it. They they say like, you know, the planet Venus. Accounts for twenty percent of UFO sightings, and for some, I've been watching a lot of The Office lately, and I was just imagine like, I wonder if Venus's manager is ever like, okay, twenty percent. We're gonna need this quarter. Can you get that up to twenty five, thirty like, <laughs> percent? We need you to pull your weight around. You've
1: here. been you've been at twenty percent for a long fucking time, Venus. It's Do a mind? long time. I, yeah, it's I, a, a,
2: you know. What have you done for me lately? Trying to a little, <laughs> little
3: brighter.
1: All right, so now it's time to talk about the Washington UFO, which apparently they seem to think is one of the best cases of, like, an unidentified flying object or whatever from 1952, you know, because, like, what, has, has video gotten better since then? No, obviously not. So so John Schneider shows back up to very seriously look into the wrong camera for a while <laughs> and tell us about the crazy shit that was going on in 1952.
2: And you get to hear somebody say, uh, we've got bogeys in the area. And I just had a thought of like, I regret that I never get to say that. Don't you ever wait? Like, I, I'm i 37 years old. Oh, I say old. that all the time. I'll never get have a job where I get to say, we got bogeys. We got bogeys. I don't, I don't get to say it. I'll time. tell you
0: what, Thomas, I've got a solution for you. That's our new code for weirdo at the Convention is right behind you. <laughs> we got bogeys in the area. Oh, yeah, too late. Oh, too air. late. He's talking about the wage cap, and I'm walking away. I'm walking away. I'm making
2: eye contact as I do it. Uh, had you guys heard of this 1952 thing? I, I had but not. No, and my takeaway
3: was it. the aliens saw a broadcast of Top Gun and like decided they were flying by and that would be fun. <laughs> like, have we explored a lot that maybe just the aliens are dicking around on vacation? That like. This is just fucking all fucking around for them. I mean,
1: I feel like maybe we are like a designated just fuck with them spot. Like, like (laughs) Eli is the king of aliens or something. They're like, you know, it'd be funny, though,
0: for one planet. We just pick one planet at random and then we just fuck with. Well, the saddest part of this section is the guy who's like, you know, you're actually the
2: first person to talk to me.
4: Ever. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Family. He was there. The guy Friends. was there in 1952. It's 2016. Mm-hmm. He's like, finally, yes! somebody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Thank like you. 70
0: years. I've been waiting for so long to say this. And okay, here we go. Don't fuck up your chance, Joseph. Um, uh, it was aliens. Ta-da. <laughs>
3: I I was a little (laughs) confused why these fuzzy blobs were different than all other fuzzy blobs. I don't know if it's a special (laughs) Yeah. And I
2: love, because I looked into this and I looked, they they do some of the official story here a little bit but I also was, I was just curious what it was. So I was looking at the Wikipedia a little bit and I love to, my favorite part about this is that the official story and the people who commented on it are like, yeah, it's like weather or something. I don't know. And you know why they're like that? Because it's not fucking aliens because that's stupid. they're, They're not concerned. They're like, Oh, they never precisely explained. Right. If
1: you can't trust everything you see on 1952 radar, what can you trust, <laughs> <Yeah>. really?
2: <laughs> but it's it's so funny because, like, sensible people are like, yeah, I don't know. It might have been temperature inversion and, or and that's the other thing is, too, it was only seen on radar. It's not like anything was
1: observed in reality. It's just a radar malfunction.
2: <laughs> maybe the radar
0: broke. Don't do that, Dave. Maybe the radar broke. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or yeah, maybe or- <laughs> people flew across several galaxies to yeah, exactly bother me
2: at my post <laughs> maybe for it's 5 Russian. seconds and then never be heard from again yeah, right. Like that's they came all this way 20 bajillion zillion million trillion billion years <laughs> all this way to slightly <laughs> hover over something for 5 seconds and leave yes. that's that's you are fucking up my chance. Twenty six
0: years from now, for someone to interview me on a documentary that's actually about <laughs> Christian propaganda.
2: What if the radio was broken? Fuck you. Well, what if? I, I wonder if that old guy's like you're the first people to talk to. This. Like that's because we're uh, Christians. We're trying to convert people to Christianity. He's like, oh fuck this. Uh, damn it. Yeah, you <laughs> know, I'll wait no another twenty six years.
4: Me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So now. Steven Spielberg's in the movie. I, I don't I feel like he doesn't know that.
3: No, nope. sure.
1: The fuck doesn't. <laughs> and and Spielberg shows up to, to lend some credence to the whole close encounters thing. Right. Because this is some interview he did about close encounters, about the nomenclature of what the various kinds are. And, of course, in my notes, I'm like, well, if Steven Spielberg, a man who once moved an entire production crew out of a hotel he thought was haunted, believes this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've, this whole section of the movie, and it's a solid twenty minutes. Is just, I bet you didn't know Steven Spielberg was crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he's about twelve at this point when he's giving this interview. Yeah, like, he looks like he's sitting sitting on a stack of books. I mean, he's already bald, but yeah, he is twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's
2: a minor thing I just want to quibble. This might be something that uh, even some, some skeptics might uh, might disagree with me on. But one guy says. Um, these, all these claims, they are not testable and therefore they're not science. And I just want to emphasize, not true. That's actually uh, <laughs> plenty, plenty of real science that is not testable. That is an old, uh, antiquated, uh, science of philosophy or uh, philosophy of science uh, concept. Yeah. Not true. Yeah. String theory is not testable yet. But it's uh, it's interesting science, and that's what he's talking about,
1: right? Like, because this is where they introduce the interdimensional hypothesis, and they're going like, "I know you're probably thinking string theory." I'm like, "What made you think (laughs) that your audience was wondering about the implications to string theory of this?"
0: Right? But again. It's science via the lens of what Eli thinks string theory is. So it's just like me showing up at a lab with an armful of strings. strings. All right, yeah. let's test this shit out. Find out once and for all if string theory yeah. is real.
3: What do you mean so- put that back? You hold one end, uh, I hold the other, and then what? I don't... Know. The weird, I mean, I, it's hard to keep up with any of this, right? Because I'm still back on, like, the Close Encounters, and, like, they list the three different encounters, and they're, like, slowly explaining every different kind, only up to three, yeah. when, like, clearly these folks are obsessed with Encounters 4, 5, and 6, 6 being for special occasions, obviously. But then, you're <laughs> right, then they jump from... Explaining no, now there's actually aliens in the room too. And what about string theory? Yeah, I don't know whether
2: there's aliens or not. We've we've we've, I thought we disproved them, and then we're coming back to it. Like, just this could have been well three sentences. You know, could have saved so much time. Well, you know who could really help
1: clear this up? The fact checker for the History Channel's Bigfoot documentaries, Nick
4: (laughs) Bedford.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. And by the yep. way, if you are having a bad day or a bad week, look up some Nick Redfern. Nick Redfern's mm. entire career is taking a crazy thing and going, yeah, chupacabra, obviously. I mean, could be a Mexican spirit <laughs> demon, or it could be an underground science experiment conducted by the <laughs> Japanese government <laughs> in land that was given to them in the secret deal of Sing Sang Muckerang. <laughs> that is his
2: entire career is he takes a crazy crazy... crazy thing that you already don't believe. And then he triples down on it. Okay. I wasn't familiar with this guy. So uh, what I heard him say was altogether, I've written about 40 books and I'm like, Oh, so you're terrible at writing books. There's no fucking possible (laughs) way. That means you wrote 40 (laughs) shitty books. No good author has written 40 books. Pounded in the butt by the Chupacabra. (laughs) I gotta say, uh, also fact checker for the History Channel's Bigfoot documentary sounds like the kind of job that a politician would bribe you with. Like, look, okay, if you (laughs) go with me on this, I will make you fact check. It's like the easiest shit in the (laughs) world. So just ask you, like, oh, is there Bigfoot? And you're like, no, that's done fact (laughs) checker. This guy, I checked it.
3: No, this guy who basically is an '80s uh, British punk rock band to me is the most essential visual of this boring-ass movie to watch. I have just...
0: Oh, you mean the fucking engagement ring he has in his ear?
3: I have so many notes about the visuals of the <laughs> character, right? Like, me, I'll just give you a taste. I've got a lot, right? This is Dark Universe Michael Marshall, for starters, right? Yeah. Rick Santorum sporting a Mark Zuckerberg hoodie, uh, or <laughs> the most handsy Hogwarts professor in the, the extended universe. It's,
0: it's like if Michael Marshall... Had a really messy divorce, and then like read in a pickup artist forum that pretending to be gay was a good way to get chicks. That's what this guy looks like.
3: (laughs) Yep. Uh,
2: You guys think a lot about Michael Marshall, don't you? I feel like he's he is the skeptic of the year. He's yeah, that's true. Dot com was was yeah. (laughs) Now
1: they canceled QED. He gets this. Oh yeah, no, he gets to keep it. All right. So but here's the key, though, that Nick Redfern used to believe in that nonsense, easy story of the aliens are just here to steal our DNA and whatnot. But his thoughts have evolved on it. He's pretty sure they're interdimensional demons.
3: Yeah. And we get a little bit of uh, Mothman prophecies here, too. Right. As we're mixing in the interdimensional.
1: Yeah. Well, that's 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 how he finally came upon. This was by reading about the Mothman prophecies that actually helped him.
3: Yeah, which perfectly story. fits the cosmology of this movie about, you know, things that don't fucking do anything. Like, it's really <laughs> easy to make up a theory about something that literally doesn't do anything ever. That's <laughs> yeah. And look, nothing
0: will soften your comedy boner than bringing up John Keel, who was like, I don't know. What if we wrote a science fiction adventure? Oh, I have schizophrenia and I think it's all true now. <laughs> and you, Ooh. you just kept letting me write books, even though you knew I was sick. It's, <laughs> it's like Bandersnatch, but real. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, given what you've heard so far, I can see how you might doubt that this movie still has three gears of crazy to shift into, but it does. So we're going to take a break for the sake of our sanity. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Will the aliens and the abductees cut the tension and fuck already? <laughs> Will a guy straight facedly <laughs> tell us about getting ass kebabbed by demons? Can you banish alien abductors using this one simple trick? Find out <laughs> the answers to these questions and more when we return for the utterly psychotic conclusion of Alien Intrusion Unmasking a Deception.
3: Quiet, quiet, quiet. Here, here he comes. Hey, Blarthanar, what's
1: up? Ta da! Oh, you uh, you wrapped Christmas lights around our our spaceship. Doesn't it look beautiful? Um, well, it it kind of messes up our covert mission to observe the Earthlings.
2: I feel so, like, uh oh, y- you hate it. Well, what did he think? He hates it. No, I don't I don't hate it. I didn't
1: say uh, I. I'm am
0: am sure he doesn't hate it because you worked so hard on it. Dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I I like
1: it. I I like it. Let's let's keep it. We'll keep it. We
3: we can keep it on the
1: ship. Yep. Let's keep this Yay. all over the ship. Yep. Great work. Lartnar. Messes up our mission. What is up with you, dude? He caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. Come on. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. And it's time to meet another expert, this time in the person of Norio Hayakawa, director of Thing No One's Ever Heard of that exists entirely in the half of his garage his wife lets him use for it.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
0: we learn about his civilian intelligence network. And their very impressive collection of dioramas—some
3: <laughs> really nice ones. This is the point in which I realize that all of this stuff is just like uh, history fanfic, and I become very sympathetic to everyone. Like I also <laughs> want this thought canon to be the way that this was—that history was actually written. Yeah, way better.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, but we can't—we can't discount this guy entirely. He was a member of several organizations that you just pay to be a member
2: of... <laughs> they don't just throw around organization memberships around here, okay? <laughs> Guys, why don't we start a bunch of organizations? In all yeah. seriousness, no. we should start like seven of them and just like yeah. give ourselves positions, do all this stuff. Charge and people then furthermore, if you share a bunch of... I don't know, we share each other's whatever bullshit, we can be like, I have written 20 tweets that have been shared <laughs> by other... Other podcasters
0: I don't know how to break it to you Thomas But that is the extent of my career <laughs> Other people sharing <laughs> oh,
2: my tweets ahead of me? Yeah. I
1: mean,
3: I've already got a cult So I don't know what we're talking about Another cult Me and Thomas
1: are going to start a
3: whole <laughs> of- Am I the only
2: one here who hasn't started a cult God damn it Why didn't you guys include me in your cult I'm going to yeah. be
1: the vice president He's going to be the president And I'll start one where he's the vice president And I'm the president Yeah, no, I like it Thomas, I'm with you
2: where I awkwardly suggest something that you are all already did and didn't include me in. Okay. Yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> okay. So, oh, oh, I love this too. So Gary Bates shows back up and he's like, well, cause cause the reason that Norio Hayakawa is there is basically to say, Hey, look, you know, I'm a total alien guy. We looked into it. We never found any evidence at all that the government was secretly abducting people while dressed up as aliens. I know I expected to too, but we didn't No evidence. And Gary Bates is like, well, if you want hard evidence, the only place you can go is hypnotic regressions.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, if you want hard evidence, check this guy's rectum. This next. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, Eli, do you mind doing some uh, hypnotizing us, and we can prove some super crazy shit and get uh, oh, it published in the Journal of Controversial Ideas? This
0: is so exciting!
1: <laughs> All right. So now it's time to, to meet uh, Dr. John Mack, who was a Pulitzer Prize-winning guy that Pulitzer is really proud of. Now,
0: <laughs> this reminds me of Leo the Lion from <laughs> from the Be <laughs> Reasonable episode. <laughs> who, like, helped with DNA 247 years ago, and then he was like, by the way, AIDS is a demon that comes from looking at man peepees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to say
1: that the 15 or so percent of our audience that listens to Be Reasonable is going to get all the jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, so, okay. Th- th- this is the guy, though, from Harvard who started looking into the alien abduction thing and basically at a certain point said... Hey guys, like, there's something here, whether it's a mental illness or what it is, there's something here. It's not just these people are, you know, looking for attention, which I I, I don't know that I agree with, but that's basically all he was saying.
3: Yeah, and he gets to say it on Oprah, which is super weird, right? Well, he's
1: totally legit. He's, he's been yeah,
3: on and Oprah. Yeah, and Oprah's question is, what does this all mean? As if, it, you know, Oprah, it means you're filling airtime. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a mediocre show at this point. That's what this means.
1: And, it, like, he's it, he's trying to, like, justify his belief that there's something real here. And he's like, look, even two-year-olds are having alien abduction, so it can't just be shit they're making up.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> I got that, too. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Let dad tell us about how two year olds never make shit. Right. Up. We all know
2: two year olds only say things that have been peer reviewed yeah. and scientifically checked.
1: He can't believe a two-year-old telling you about monsters in their room. Yeah, who can I do my really two
2: year old Are you looking forward to the Easter bunny? And they're like, Where's your proof? I need evidence. What are
3: you talking about? I mean, it's about as good as his explanation for how it's not mental illness. He basically is like, Well, they seem normal. Right? Yeah. It's probably <laughs> happened. It's probably happened. Except when
1: they're talking about this. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. 75% you, chance.
1: All right. So now we meet our first experiencer. That's what they're calling them, by the way, because they can't mm. say abductee because they're going to argue later that they weren't oh, actually God. abducted by aliens. Yeah. Uh, so this is Janet D. Experiencer. <laughs> and She would like to share her uh. UFO story with us because it's the only way she can get people to talk to her.
0: Oh, I cannot promise you anything more than I can promise that Janet D voted for Trump and is on a CNN panel right now explaining <laughs> that she didn't know he would end up being the de
2: hoodle now out in the Lord's name. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then the final question the moderator asked her is, so do you still support Trump? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of, course. Yeah. of course. Middle I mean, class. You, can't, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> and, and this is
3: where um, you were asking uh, Noah why why I'm unhappy with this movie is like. I want a deep turn into some crazy level demonology. And we're going to like mention the word earlier. But what I realize at this point is what we're going to get is 40 minutes of people telling weird, lame UFO descriptions. And that's all that this fucking movie is going to be. And they're not even <laughs> going get, to get the descriptions right. Like she's sitting there saying it looked like a row of red lights. And the visual they're putting up is a, a circle, a circle of lights. Yeah. It is not a fucking row. Like, did the graphics design folks not even listen to this fucking movie either? No,
1: they they had to work with what was in the clip art alien documentary (laughs) thing that they bought. (laughs)
3: Straight alien ships? Come on.
2: (laughs) Are you going to tell my child that we're not using his project from school? Are you going to look (laughs) into his eyes and tell him that? (sighs) All right. And also, okay, so we, we, we check back in with one
1: of the talking heads that we met in Roswell, And he shows up and this is one of the parts that that Eli was talking about, because he starts talking about, well, he starts describing sleep paralysis precisely. Right. (laughs) Which is what generally is happening when people are talking about alien abductions. But then he also starts talking about how, like, this also happened when he was a kid.
3: Mm. This is the guy where who has has the UFO Ph.D., right? That's what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You all you all laugh, but having a UHO UFO PhD is a lot fuck ton more relevant to this movie than Spectroscopa dupidy that, yeah, that Quantum Dabbler had earlier. At least this guy's I, on I point. I also
2: love the way they present it was that like yeah, obviously he pulled a fast one on everyone. Like he's the only guy who was able to somehow <laughs> finagle a UFO PhD. <laughs> Okay. It's like are they bragging about it or are they bragging about the PhD or the fact I want to that know how his He pulled the defense went. Yeah.
0: You know the college where Airbud 2 took place where it wasn't in the rule book that a dog couldn't play football? <laughs> Turns out it also wasn't in the rule book that you can't have a doctorate
2: in UFO hunting. <laughs> so this is Jack from Twitter, right? Who who <laughs> we find out that Jack, the guy who invented Twitter. We find out that he got molested by his parents. And this is the first of many stories of getting molested by, you know, either a family member or somebody who might not have been parent. I don't want to disparage anybody. Someone who lived in the house, but then was somehow convinced it was aliens. And there's like three of these people. And it's pretty depressing. Yeah, so depressing. He's like, yeah, I would wake up in the middle
0: of the night and someone would be doing these horrible things to me. And after years and years of this experience, I concluded, yeah, it was aliens. I was being it kidnapped was, by uh, aliens. Totally aliens. Yeah. I, um, I want to I flash forward to the day someone's just like, or your dad. And he's just like, yeah, fuck my dad.
2: <laughs> right. Because that wouldn't have to be demons or aliens. Right. <laughs> it makes me cool. yeah, like, I just want to see the realization. Oh, my dad's not an alien. Wait. Oh, what, you... <laughs> oh shit. Oh, no. All Is right. that why they always smelled like whiskey on the... Yeah, oh. yes. yeah, I, I was just, just figured their alien advanced scent. alien metabolism process... That's They drink whiskey to live. I just thought that... Wow.
1: <laughs> All uh. right. And then we see it... Okay, hear me out. We see a su- support group for alien abduction <laughs> survivors. All right, I'll tell you what. If you ever just want to get rid of me for the rest of time and you don't care if it's through death or imprisonment force me to spend 15 minutes in that room. (laughs)
3: Mm. Look at these poor UFO folks. They are expecting real help and insight. Isn't that tragic? Anyway, Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right,
1: right. Exactly. Um, you know, and he's talking about like the, the commonalities of alien abduction survivors. And he's like, you know, they were all pretty sure that they personally were cosmically important. Like, yeah, gee, why would anyone want to hold a belief like like that? It's almost like yeah. the B, the creator of the universe loves you personally and cares about your parking space. That would be insane
0: to Had think. You, I, wanted the, I wanted the pastor to steeple his fingers at this point and just be like, basically, they were doing our thing. They're doing our thing, <laughs> and it's our thing. We're going to double down on this later when we describe how what people would think were aliens now were gods and medieval demons in the old days but they're doing our thing is what i'm saying they're doing yeah. our
2: this is thing. what blows my mind about this movie because like i say it's they found a very specific market and we're like we need this fucking market we have <laughs> we, we need and like atheists are so much smaller of a group we need people more than christians by far and we're not even like we're like okay well, those people are they're lost. We're not trying to like <laughs> convert the alien. But the, the Christians are like no 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 leave no stone unturned. Come up with an entire fucking mythology about why the four people in this experiencers support group are actually that they've seen Jesus or demons or some shit. And then we convert them and then tell you what that's like four nickels in the dish okay. uh, that you pass around. And that's our, that's our business model. Thank you well, very much.
1: But, but, but Thomas, dude, to be fair to atheists, like predisposed to believe demonstrably false bullshit isn't
2: as important in a target oh, demographic to us. I see what you're saying. So they look at them as like, oh, they're 99% Yeah, better. right, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> gotcha. Exactly, I see. It's just no, such that makes a show. That makes sense, I got you.
1: I mean, this is the closest they ever really get to a thesis statement, I I thought, in the movie because we have the pastor show up and he's just like, yeah, it occurred to me eventually that we pastors should really be milking this alien abduction shit. You know, like it's it's already bullshit, we just have to change the
2: flavor a little. I exactly what is you, now that you say that what an indictment on your belief system like if your belief system you take these people who think they've been like literally kidnapped, molested, whatever by aliens and all you have to do is be like just change the word alien to demon and we're 100% compatible. Yes. <laughs> if that's all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> You're one Mad Lib away from the same belief system, like that's a bad sign. Okay, so now now we've
1: really got to dive into the to the argument that these actually are demons sent by Satan to mm. pull us away from uh the 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 word of of Christ. And one of the pieces of evidence that they're going to present is a woman who tells us about an abductee that she knew that was going to become a minister. Right. And then the aliens talked him out of it.
2: This is my favorite part because they said she says we don't even get to talk to this guy. No, it's just like, oh, I knew a guy and she says this is bullshit to the second power. Yes. Yeah. This guy was going to be a, a preacher or whatever, but then he found out from the aliens that he's meant to actually use the alien to take us to a higher spirituality. And my thinking is like, if I believed this bullshit, I'd be like, nice fucking job, dork. I haven't even heard of you. You've got alien sponsors. <laughs> this, assuming, assuming the Jesus stuff is all true, you've got like the alien Koch brothers at uh, your back. We're <laughs> like abducting you. Dude. And they're being like, hey, we'll help you. Just, we, uh, we're, uh, we need to help you spread the word of God. And I haven't even fucking heard of you. I already forgot who you were the second I stopped watching this. How incompetent do you have to be? Dude, dude be chill. My pastor's from, from
3: Canada. It's cool. You just, you just don't yeah. know him. It's fine. <laughs> you, you, him. you haven't met him.
2: Um, I love,
1: though, that what she's really saying to us, she's basically turning right to a camera and saying, yes, no, the person at my group of sane people that I go to thinks he was chosen (laughs) by the aliens to lead mankind out of the darkness. (laughs) Is the evidence for our position. (laughs) Anyway, okay, we also have to talk about Bud Hopkins. He was doing this alien shit before it was cool, guys.
3: Yeah, and he's a Jew. I'm sorry, humanist. He's a humanist. <laughs> <laughs> and also the old priest from The Exorcist. That's a little known fact. He did a little acting on the side.
0: You know. And this is where we learn the story about the lady who she was getting alien examined. And then they came over and they did the magic hands thing on the her. The ET powers, right? Yep. Yeah. They put the ET uh, hand yeah. on her and made her happy. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then. She explained. Apparently, she explained to to Bud that she would sacrifice her children for that feeling again. And and I just want to know how that came up in conversation. Are you guys almost done in there? Yeah, just uh, running it through the spleen-erizer.
2: I actually ran the uh, Vectron Spectrum. I helped. I helped that guys. Part. Guys, it's fucking awake. No, what? No, it isn't. It is. Its
1: eyes are open. Oh, my. Is that what that means? Move, are those its eyes? Move, guys. I got to give it the love touch. You guys can't do anything.
3: There. Is that better? You want me to kill my kids for you? N- no. Uh, no, thank you. Do they always offer that? Way more
0: often than you'd think. Humans mm-hmm. are weird. They are. I mean, that's must what they do offer that a lot. Is all yeah, I'm saying. We is, offer yeah. that
3: as as well. They should. It's the ethical position. It's yeah, proper it's anti-natalism. <laughs>
0: but but the point of that whole story and this whole section is for John Mack to to me to the aliens. And and look, John, you don't need to tell me the best way to open someone up is to stretch their butthole. I'm just saying. That's the door I walked through, and it's the door a lot of people walked into after me, John Mack. Yeah. I am sold.
3: Yeah, he's, he's really selling this in the wrong direction, right? If my choice is between a god that doesn't answer the prayers of dying children and interdimensional space demons who show up on the regular for some fucky-sucky, this is an easy <laughs> conversation. Oh. I have no problem making this call.
2: Aliens are just your small town high school girlfriend. I'll take it, universe. I'll take it. Can we do a, can you guys do, I know you're doing your Patreon drive. Can you do one for send, uh, send Noah to one of these support groups? Cause I just want to hear them being like, and then they probe me anally for nine hours. And then hear Noah be like, well, the weird thing is though, there's no aliens. So like what? What was what- in your <laughs> ass? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. nine, <laughs> nine hours there's The thing a about what you just delivered tearfully to us, there's not aliens. So, <laughs> where's that leave us? All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, now Gary's going to set out the markers of the classic abduction scenario or CAS because it sounds like more legit if they use initials. And there are eight markers, three of which are tautological. Right, like like one of them is being captured, one of them is being returned, and the other one is, like, the last one is aftermath. Like, time continues to exist afterwards is one of the
0: markers. These markers escalate and de-escalate very quickly, yeah, it's like. Right. Well, <laughs> marker one, you're driving in a car or see something. Marker two, someone shoves something up your ass. Marker three, a tour of the spaceship. Yeah. I'm sorry, you get a tour after they shove something up your ass. <laughs> All right, you want to
2: see the boops and beeps? Come on, get your, t- get your hemorrhoid can I take donut. This muffler out of my ass? Nope. Yeah. Nope. could you uh, kindly walk this way? Uh, we, Someone will hold the giant pole coming out of your ass. We will put that on a uh, a little cart.
3: You can walk around with it. And again, I was pretty pissed off because like if, if they're going to open with shoving something up my ass, the rest of this better not be a boring walking simulator. There better be something <laughs> really fun on the back end here. Just don't get me started and then not not put me down at the end is all I'm saying. Yeah, a- amen, brother. There's a co- point where they say you, you are being cert- walked around and you see what are commonly called incubatoriums because we've all used that phrase at least once in our lives right oh
0: yeah the old
3: incubatorium stop <laughs> trying to make incubatoriums a thing brad come on it's not going <laughs> to we we yeah, might get a chance to visit
0: thomas when we go out in a couple of weeks to the uh, california area and i'm, I'm to, I,
2: I know you have a new incubatorium
0: i'm oh, really yeah, looking yeah. at
2: there's the incubatorium tour that we can oh, go on oh good. Uh, Ooh, because Eli v- will yeah. have something in his ass already so. look it up on viator it's
0: like top rated it's Sonoma Wine Country Incubatorium Tour.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so now it's time to meet Josh J. He's an also an experiencer who was abducted by aliens that stole his mustache. So now he just has the weird beard mustacheless thing going on. Oh
2: god, <laughs> you're so right. I'm glad that also bothered you.
1: Um, also and I love cuz we, we we he does a doodly do, right? He's talking about when he was a kid and the aliens used to fuck with him and we see aliens playing peekaboo
0: around his door. When he was a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just followed him around and bullied him. Sometimes, sometimes they take my lunch money and sometimes they'd be like staring at me and I'd be like, stop. And then my dad would be like, you're starting it. And I'd be like, the alien looked at me and
3: (laughs) never believed me. I like the uh, his evidence is I, I was having these experiences uh, that were sexual in nature, but I was too young to know what they were. I could I couldn't imagine what real sex would be like unless it was with aliens, I was really, really into visualizing sex with aliens. What I'm saying is I, I think a lot about sex, the whole purpose of this whole movie. Everyone's <laughs> slow walking their way yeah. to explaining how much they like thinking about sex with aliens.
1: Right, The, the Jack Conti looking guy from before, he shows up and just, I hope you got your seatbelt on because he just makes this hard left turn into alien rape. He's like just also the aliens fuck people. I don't know why nobody talks about <laughs> that, but they're just fucking left and right.
2: Yeah, also, You're also, practically no. If there's any big tenacious D fans in the first album, when he's like, "We should talk about the hard fucking though," like just out of nowhere, <laughs> yep. It's, yep. it's that. We should talk about the hard fucking though. The documentary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, and there's a real historical precedent here. People used to get fucked by incubi oh, and yeah. succubi. Yes. Gary goes, you
1: know, and if you think about it, you know who fucks people. Incubi and succubi,
0: exactly. That's who fucks people. So it must be demon. I don't need to bring up that old, that old chestnut that we all get raped by incubi and succubi. You know, the demon created originally envisioned in Dante's Inferno, but are of the. Visions of St. Mary of Aquinas of the 4th century. I mean, I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, so I don't need to tell you
3: about I was the Incubi and the Succubi. so mad at this point because we finally have gotten to the demon sexy time and rather than some at least mid-grade CGI porn, they, they cut to alien in a Moby suit and I'm just so mad. I do not want to jerk it to an old, creepy white guy. Show me some Succubi.
0: And look, I, I, I don't want to jump to the gun here, but do they involve an alien rape apology? Because because there's a weird quote where they're like, look, if you have low self-esteem, mm-hmm. you might deserve to get raped by an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Am I Especially crazy? In, Did I imagine that? No, in <laughs> okay. the fake
3: Christian part, we're going to get absolutely exactly that argument, as well as a jedi yeah. eyed stare to the camera that says, don't take advantage of lonely people. Right, like In
1: their goddamn movie, they have a quote from a guy explaining how dangerous to mentally distressed people it would be to perpetuate this bullshit myth about alien abductions. Now, they think that they're in the clear because they're like, no, 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 we're not talking about alien abductions. We're talking about interdimensional demons. That's a different thing. That's just real. That's just road <laughs> safety right
3: there. Yep. As we we'll going to discuss later, they are not taking that thesis seriously enough. Like, I really feel like they are underselling what a reality would be like if there were, in fact, interdimensional demons coming around, raping people all the time.
1: All right. So and by the way, so they they keep saying like, and if you think about it, all of these alien abduction stories uh, have a fuck component to it. And then we cut back to this old woman, Joyce, a., and I'm like, oh, my God, is she going to share a story of getting railed by aliens? But no, <laughs> no. Instead, she just talks about the aliens playing keep away with her her baby daughter at once ah,
2: as the uh, haver the only haver of uh, small humans here uh, well okay uh, that are genetically related yeah there it. you go um <laughs> I, I, I i i want to chime in here that uh I, when i heard this story and she's like so they came in my baby was on in the crib that was at the foot of my bed and the aliens came and they took my baby my first thought was like Wait, do can we get alien childcare? Can they do can they <laughs> if they want to take Arlo for like I don't know a couple of weeks or something? I'm not talking. I'm not talking months. I'm not talking no, months. No, no, I'm not a monster. Their memories like, don't really kick in yeah. until
0: two anyway.
1: So no, it could exactly, be exactly. like a right lab. It's thing. mainly
2: it's just changing shits and feeding them. There's right. not nothing to it. Like excuse me
0: it. for wanting a child with a flexible
3: butthole. I want the best for my fucking kid. I'm Thomas Smith. Yeah, I mean. Again, and this is where it gets really hard to see them not put the pieces together because they're like, yes, the aliens yes. look like religious figures and they raped our children and we can't stop them. I can't put it together. I don't I don't. Right. Uh, maybe I should <laughs> rewind the movie where they talk about how the aliens keep up with current events. Maybe then I'll get where this is all going. Maybe like fucking uh, the Hayakawa guy. He comes up and he's like, but if you think
1: about it, all the various alien abduction stories that you hear, they all contradict each other. So the aliens yeah. must be deliberately lying to us about where they're from. <laughs>
3: right. And therefore they're demons because only yes. demons would pretend to be aliens but lazy yes. aliens.
4: <laughs> because science?
2: They would they could only be demons but with several different D&D campaign booklets that don't matter. <laughs> like
4: that's oh my why god, I this thought is that the Asian campaign. guy was on
2: my side. I, the whole time, I didn't know what the Asian... Do, I liked the Asian guy. I was like, oh, he always says stuff that's sensible. But then he finally was like, and therefore, demon. <laughs> yep. <like>, oh, <laughs> you let me down.
1: You were my last hope. A lot of surprise <laughs> <I know. laughs> therefore, in this one. All right, so yeah, but it's a demonic deception and the government knows it, damn it. Apparently, the government's in on it, too. Because if you want to get the alien abduction crowd... The government has
3: to be in on it. Yeah. And this is where they find out that they've been hiding the people who are getting sick, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because they're obviously getting sick from aliens and not from hanging around emo Dr. Manhattan from earlier with his depleted (laughs) uranium earring. (laughs) The earring symbolizes that this is all a circle of bullshit. That's the... (laughs) All right. (laughs) So now, okay,
1: so the hearsay from people that I don't trust on first... Hand Accounts continues with (laughs) the Pawn Stars guy. He's going to tell us about Bill D from rural Florida. This may just be Florida, man.
0: (laughs) And he had, what would I call it? A stereotypical experience. (laughs) I think you are just going for typical, bro. (laughs) I don't know. A guy from Florida seeing aliens shove stuff up his ass is pretty stereotypical. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to this guy, Bill
1: D, and just out of nowhere. Okay, So here's the story. He's like, you know, my dogs were barking in the middle of the night for no reason at all. So, you know, probably aliens. And then he described sleep paralysis because, you know, that's the kind of thing that would happen when your dogs won't show the fuck up and you need to get to sleep. And then just out of the blue, completely straight-faced. He's like, and then all of a sudden, there's a pole up my ass and the alien that was shish-kebobbing me up the ass started laughing like that was funny or something. I'm like,
3: I'm with him, right? (laughs) It's me and that alien. I have a kind of semi-serious note here, right? Like I said earlier, I don't feel like these people are taking their own thesis seriously enough. Like, if these people really have PTSD, and this guy specifically has PTSD from being shish-kebobbed up the ass, why are you putting him on perched on a tiny little metal fucking stool, right? (laughs) This guy should
4: get to sit
3: in a beanbag while he explains his experience. He should be in a fucking hammock. You people are
2: monsters. Yeah, the balls they drew on the bottom of the stool was really inappropriate. I thought <laughs> that was a step too far. But, but what's important is the vein in the middle of it. Like they just shouldn't
0: <laughs> midway through getting shish kebobbed, he said, Jesus, 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 and the aliens <laughs> ran away. Well, I gotta say, that is what I say when there are things in my ass. So that's the, the story adds up. Look, I want to hear the alien side of this thing.
1: Are you guys almost done in there? What the what the fuck are you doing?
3: Oh uh, shit! Uh, um, no, nothing, nothing. You, there's a stick in his ass. Technically, it is a pole. It's a pole. Yeah. Well, that doesn't. It doesn't matter what it technically. Why would you do that?
0: Okay, so me and Flamorak, right? We're talking, and he says, "Hey, why do they even have a butthole?" No, right? Y- you know so what? I, I don't care why. Just put him
2: back. Fine. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He thinks we're Jesus. I said, let's go. Jeez.
3: Fine. wish someone would take the pole out of his ass. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but but it turns out that the aliens are terrified of Jesus like they would be if they were demons.
2: Well, but I, th- I think it goes back to scripture because there's that time where it's like, "And thy safe word shall be." <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> or, or maybe it's just that the, the the
1: aliens are like me, and as soon as somebody starts saying Jesus, they're like, "Let's go, let's go, let's get the fuck out of here."
2: I don't really care what's up his ass. Leave the probe. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, "What? You don't want to? You don't want to keep fucking him with that pole?" And it's not even
3: fun anymore. <laughs> far more plausible that the person just goes back to their supervisor and says, "Yep, lost another one to Jesus." It's yeah. <laughs> these, these are the hard days where I really need a drink. I and I
2: want like if I were a, a, a you know a rapey alien or what demon or whatever, um earmuffs. Like wouldn't that <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. I'd be like yeah. maybe uh, fool me once, okay, sure. And then uh we're gonna do some rapey. Let's get our earplugs. Oh in, damn it, then, I can read that? lips.
1: Fuck, fuck, fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a Blindfold, yeah. See, so that makes it more fun anyway, you know? It's kind of yes.
0: <laughs> never know what hole you're gonna hit. Um, One SM alien, see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a pig. But yeah,
1: so so but then we get to the the again, like the terrifying thesis statement of this movie, which is don't worry about your mental illness. Being my religion can cure
0: that. Yep. Let me tell you, if there's anything that makes delusions better, it's diving further into a slightly different delusion <laughs>
3: yeah and some tinkly piano that that really well, tinkly <laughs> help. piano helps in all instances yeah. <laughs> the jesus juice doesn't work unless you got a little bit of like ivory in the background and also just like
1: to, to give you an idea how poorly formed their thought is because they're, they're arguing now that if you call upon the name of jesus the aliens will always go away but then there are people who are like, no, I called upon the name of Jesus. The aliens didn't go away. So then the Pawn Stars guy shows up and he says, you know, it turns out that, yes, some yeah. Christians get abducted, but not the true <laughs> yeah. Scotsman.
2: Oh, I, yeah, exactly. He, he's like, we've run some tests uh, and uh, got the results <laughs> back from a very scientific process. <laughs> and and they essentially do what, what Eli was talking about before, where are like, Turns out, certain amount of these rape victims deserved it. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yes, because they didn't love mm-hmm. Jesus correctly. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Pastor, you know how I was getting raped by the aliens, and then you uh-huh. told me to yes. tell him Jesus, and then they'd stop? They didn't stop, Pastor, so I'm wondering... <laughs> You deserved it. Oh, okay. I got it. I'll believe harder. (laughs) Correct.
3: And this this is where I come to the theory that Jesus actually does exist and is some sort of cosmic alien space tyrant. And so when you call out the name of Jesus, they just assume that you're on his team and they, they stay as far away from you as possible. Because if Jesus thinks that, like this creepy rape strategy is the solution to getting people to believe in him. He is the worst thing in the cosmos, <laughs> right? Like this is the most horrifying conversion strategy for any supernatural. H.P. Lovecraft was like, fuck, that's brilliant. Yeah, right. Like I wanted, to, I wanted to lure him away from Jesus, so I raped him in the ass. It doesn't seem like a good strategy. Oh, my God. And in this section, I just want to note people who are like, oh, don't, you know, make fun of their chairs hipster skeptic gets to sit in a proper chair in this scene. If he didn't have a proper chair, guy who gets pole up his ass for a living should not have to sit on a stool. That is, that is just all I'm saying.
0: And at this point, you're probably sitting there thinking to yourself, again, according to Thomas's long tail marketing hypothesis. Sure, I'm a Christian who believes I was raped by aliens, but I also believe that if my Jesus invocations didn't work, it was because I didn't believe enough. Is there anything in the Bible to back up this belief? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, person who came came to this timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, Gary uh,
1: busts out his Bible and he's like, you remember that thing about the sons of Sceva? They tried to rebuke demons uh, in Jesus' name and the demons were like, well, if you know Jesus, what's his cell number? And they didn't know so the demons beat the fuck out of them. Remember that? Oh. Just like, what's going on here?
0: I'm so mad we're not up to that with Bible Peace Theater yet. I have to wait like 65 <laughs> years until yeah. we get to that section.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is this where we get the, uh, the Trump supporter lady that was interviewed in the CNN town hall talking about like well, I had a friend, and she was visited. It was by a typical gray, and I was like, "Fuck you and your stupid lingo! <laughs> lingo. I hate all your lingo. Everybody's lingo, I hate it. This typical gray. <laughs> oh, what the? You're oh, typical one of those gray. Typical." One of those typical things that doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, one of those. Exactly. That. Oh, yeah. That's so gar- not one of the more uncommon gar- variety. No, one of, not one of the, the rarer fucking things that doesn't exist. What do you mean the typical one? Okay, got well, it. Well, it hasn't evolved to its final form yet, Thomas. It's <laughs> important, like, different thing. And she says, like, there's just no way of explaining why so many of these abductees are Christian
4: you're
2: like oh in a country I mean in the south where you're all christian there's no way of explaining why the aliens chose christians wow that's a tough one and am i wrong
0: or is the end of that story so she just looked him square in his typical alien (laughs) ass and she said hey are you actually a demon he was like dang girl
1: (laughs) well he didn't answer He, he made excuses he's like shit i have a phone
0: call Coming in, ring, 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 ring. ring I ring. gotta, yeah. I gotta go. That's that's my alien. It's, it's a Samsung Galaxy. Get it? I got it.
3: <laughs> and this is the section we where where John Favreau's creepy uncle gives us a direct quote that is amongst the, the best in this movie. These are things we couldn't really scientifically investigate, so we started investigating to find out what it is about Christians that aliens seemingly didn't like. Please let it be their bitchy attitude. Let, let, let holier than thou bullshit is what we figured out eventually. <laughs> I mean, the reality is they, <sighs> they don't taste good. You got to simmer them There's a long time. There's just no
2: way of explaining why the only people who re, uh, returned our phone calls to be in a Christian alien uh, movie are Christians. There's just yeah. no scientific way. Must be that
1: we're right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love because like the Pawn Stars guy, he comes up and he's like, you know, look, I didn't start out as a Bible thumping Christian. But once I became Christian, all of my existing beliefs were able to be easily revamped into it, almost like it was a bullshit frame designed to be infinitely malleable so that any society. Hold on. Shit. Shit. I got to start over.
3: Yeah, he says, um, once I was armed with the information that the Bible was the inerrant word of God. I want to be clear. Yeah. The word information should not be applied in that way. <laughs> you were armed with new bullshit. Information has to be true for you to be armed with it.
1: He's like, then I learned that the Bible didn't have any errors in it. And
0: that would change the world of ufology forever. <laughs> that uh, Let me tell you. That almost got my best words. Best words sliding in a crazy thing in a sentence, right? Just like, (laughs) so I was like, all right, let's figure this out. First, the Bible is the inerrant word of God that's never been disproven. Second of all, these aliens keep attacking people.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Therefore. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for all the folks who are like all in on premise one, and then you drop premise two, and you're like, wait, oh. I can't distinguish those two in any scientific way. (laughs) Shit. What do I do now? This is also where we get best, worst, best uh,
2: meaningless reenactment because, okay, let me tell you that uh, just horribly ugly uh, CNN town hall Trump supporter, she must have been a brilliant negotiator or something because she starts telling a nothing story, like a nonsense. Well, one day I was driving in my car, do the ba, whatever and then they cut to a reenactment and it's like a blonde babe in the car. And I'm like, what do you... The The real girl was like the... You know, uh, in Labyrinth, the thing that has all the crap on her back? Like it was, that, that's like the real version. This would be like if I'm like, oh, you know, the other day I was going to the store and then it cuts to, like, Jason Momoa, like, shirtless, <laughs> like oh, yeah. gra- lifting up a bunch of heavy, like, groceries and no, stuff. No, I like, was hotter than that when I was a kid. You <laughs> yeah. have to yep, that's what yep. it looked like, everybody. Yep. <laughs> there I was. I remember it well. So. <laughs>
3: And the payoff of her story is, but now I know that these things aren't real. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, the moral of the story is they are real. They're real demons. You should all be fucking terrified. (laughs) How are you all so chill knowing that these demons are everywhere?
1: All right. So now we're going to, it's a little late in the movie to meet a new talking head, but we're going to meet this guy from the Southern Baptist Convention. And you can tell he's from the Southern Baptist Convention because he can (laughs) say the word Jesus entirely through his nose. Um, this is the <laughs> grown man who insists that people call him Johnny.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, he shows up and he's like, well, it's it's obviously aliens fighting in an interdimensional war for our souls. Duh. Yeah,
0: I think we can all agree on that. Is this also the guy who says that the Bible is eyewitness testimony? Yeah. That yeah. has never
2: been contested.
0: Yep,
1: yeah, it's its accuracy has been verified by archaeologists. Yes. I know, uh-huh. I love
2: it too. They they like they're always like archaeologists. You know what they did is they dug up some dirt and brushed it and they found the word the Bible is true and it's all verified. Like <laughs> how do what? How did you verify everything in the Bible from like just digging up a foot into the ground? It's all verified. Never, not like, la 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 la. It's all verified. They yeah. verified all of it. Even the Bible. Doesn't think the Bible
0: is eyewitness (laughs) testimony.
3: Nope. I'm just totally again lost at this point. Is Jesus an alien or not, guys? Like No. What is Jesus?
0: This is Johnny's point. Jesus was very clear when he said in Timothy one, verse twelve, I'll beat the shit out of some aliens if they rape you, my Floridian brother. You just say my name, I'll fuck them up. Also, I'm not lying.
1: Well, right, right. No, the archaeologist found that part later. And he uh, Johnny comes into it, and he's, and he's going like, now, I know what you're thinking. Angels look like kind of gay, you know, with the fairy wings and stuff, but they can kick some ass. Don't don't let them fool you with the fairy wings. They can kick a little
0: ass. Best, worst, I know what you're thinking. Never, never movie. Not even one. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's,
1: basically his argument, though, is, well, you know, if you think about it, demons would... Totally pretend to be aliens. That's so demon, if you think about it.
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, edged out that so Raven for the Tony last yeah, year. And yeah. I just I thought it was horrible.
3: This is another best worst waste of source material too, where because you like, you've got some crazy ass descriptions of the angels to draw on with your at least B, you know, C C plus. Uh, CGI department. And instead you cut to block quotes of the descriptions yes! in the fucking Bible. Yes! Like, where are my 100 eyed aliens with a bunch of fucking wings and shit? <laughs> this is a sci-fi movie.
1: <laughs> this is what we came here for. Do the thing. that dragon with a different number of heads and horns and everything. Come on, show yes. me that. I've waited eight seasons. Blow the shit up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so, but Jesus was able to cure this lady's aliens in just three easy uh, applications (laughs) or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, Three easy payments of 1999. (laughs) Yeah, or 10%, yeah. And then, okay, they literally have a screen cap quote of a guy saying, and by the way, this is not total bullshit.
0: And just, (laughs) I want to say, like, look, I know a lot of stuff in this movie is context, but this isn't even from, like, John Keel's, like, writings on demons. This is someone wrote John Keel a letter, like an editor wrote him a letter and was like, hey, John, you know your books aren't real, right? And he was like, I'm a fucking scholar. (laughs) Then I will come to your house dressed as the Mothman. Richard Gere put a hamster in his butt, but it didn't stop him from doing my movie. (laughs) The circus music is played backwards. It's (laughs) brr.
3: I want to also, by the way, say that philosophy is not a crackpotology. While we're all expressing our deepest hopes and fears, I just want to. yes it seems like the moment, so I'm going to get it out there. It's still a real podcasting
0: thing, is not a crackpotology. Yeah.
3: Let's all just express our honest truth. Let's get it out there, everybody. Juggling, you know. come on. And we get yeah, another so great nothing. quote from uh, UK Rick Santorum here, right? Uh, one of the main reasons <laughs> why I suspect the phenomenon isn't extraterrestrial is because it's constantly changing. Yeah. The way demons do mm-hmm. that scientific method yeah. is hard, you know, is all well, and
1: then this and I thought at this point that it was a joke and that Eli was going to show up as one of the talking heads and go, gotcha at a certain point that he had hired John Schneider to do all of this, because at this <laughs> point, Gary shows back up and he's just like uh, and, you know, as we were doing our research, we noticed that one thing connected virtually every abductee that we ever interviewed. <laughs>
2: They had fucked around with Ouija boards and Ouija shit. boards! <laughs> <laughs> Where are people getting all these Ouija boards? Like, is somebody handing them out? This is how different my worldview is. Is that you could have been
0: like, all right, Eli, we're going to pause the movie here. You have 10,000 years to guess what all these people have in common. <laughs> Never would have gotten Ouija boards.
2: <laughs> yeah. 200 goddamn movies in. And I just want to say... If any of these people are listening, I will buy a Ouija board and play with it every single day and night and fucking nothing will happen. I'm very confident. Do a live stream of me sleeping and it will just be mainly probably some farting. Like that's mainly <laughs> yeah, going to be I, I mean, what it'll be.
1: You know, they, they keep t- trying to sell Jesus here at this point, right? Like if you have a problem with alien abduction, become a Christian and it will only be demons. Right. It's like, but or become a skeptic and it'll just be sleep paralysis. This is so much better. This is like the one place where we actually have a better product to sell than them. Skeptics,
3: we have Ambien. (laughs) (laughs) And and demon space orgies. I mean, what? it's a no brainer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And oh, it's so fucking sad. At one point they start talking about how like alien abduction apparently is genetic that that people like yeah they you know that people start talking about like you know i had alien abduction experiences and my kids didn't but then i took them for hypnotic regression and suddenly they were traumatized by memories of alien abduction as well
3: yeah that got sad yeah i have have deep-seated abuse experiences and so do my kids (laughs) yeah right (laughs)
0: Right, but uh, but the message they're trying to send, which is only slightly less terrifying, is no watching scary movies or playing with Parker Brothers board games or demons will get your children. Yes, put down the tarot cards, <laughs> where
1: demons and alien costumes will abduct your children. Yes,
2: Precisely. have we gotten to the to the voiceover guy that has the famous uh, Gam communist one world government accent yet? Because. Uh, <laughs> That was incredible. I, that was a nice callback to a, every single communist one-world government <laughs> accent ever in a game movie.
0: He's auditioning for us.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like, it's Don Ford. It turns out it's Don
1: Ford. <laughs> okay, and then also we learn at this point that a lot of people who are experiencers, right? Again, can't use the word abductee, come out of their alien experiences sure that they're supposed to start their own religions, which is exactly what demons would want you to do if you think about it.
0: And does the movie have any examples of these fake appearances? (laughs) Why, yes, they do, Eli. You may have heard of
1: Mormons and Muslims. (laughs) That's some great examples of people tricked by demon aliens into starting false
0: (laughs) religions. Somebody's
3: in the back just like don't say road to Damascus. Don't say road to Damascus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the Bible, see the, the Christians see that coming. They go like the fucking Mormons and Muslims see it. Angels, right. As opposed to the massive eyewitness accounts that the Bible is based
3: yeah, on. Yeah, Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Know, and they're like, come on, contrast the evidence for other religions with the evidence for Jesus. And I'm like, come on, who would waste their entire lives doing that? Right guys. Gosh, <laughs> Um, oh, <laughs> too dark. Sorry. I'll, I'll, let's, let's go back to demon porn. Demon porn. Here almost, <laughs> almost made it to the
0: ringtones. Everybody, help us make ringtones.
1: <laughs> All right. So yeah. So then, but but Gary warns us. He's like, you know, that the the real goal of the demon aliens is to pervert the word of God, which is why some alien abductees even come out of it writing their own Bibles or their own
0: Gospels. Oh, oh, I can imagine how that would happen.
3: You really think I should write my own Bible? Absolutely, man. All you gotta do
1: is just write that shit down.
2: Ah-ha! Oh, I can't believe you. Um, oh, come
1: on, guys. It's good shit. Back on the ship. Come on. <sighs> you you guys ruin everything.
2: Oh yeah, sure we do, Mr. Christmas lights. I, gotta go. Wait, what about my Bible? Is gay
0: stuff okay? Uh yeah. It's uh in fact it's mandatory. Cool.
3: Mandatory. <laughs>
2: So, and then I noticed at this point, it's been like an hour since we got any narration from that DILF of a host from yeah. Small <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking either A, it got too fucking insane even for him, <laughs> or, or B, he's having sex with all of our moms. That's like that. <laughs> One of those. It could be both. Right. And we get a totally pointless this is so great. This is one of those things that I'm sure only I noticed cuz I care about audio. We get a pointless 30-second uh conversation in a gazebo outside <laughs> that clearly they yes. tried to record and then realized oh there wasn't a mic within a quarter mile of us. So we'll redub it and so it's like redub. Uh yes, thank you for the question. You know like over the them talking outside in the wind. And again,
1: uh, it's a nothing conversation where friends, nothing, nothing is exchanged. Yeah. The- yeah. They they just they desperately needed to get to an hour and fifty one. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think
3: the only information we got was that they had both managed to get to North Korea on this shtick. That was the, the takeaway <laughs> from that. South Korea, South, South Korea. Korea, Korea, South Korea. Korea. Right, yeah. You don't want to get to North Korea on that shtick. I'm pretty sure they could they could, <laughs> yeah. they could sell some people in North Korea on this. I think that's another fertile niche that they yeah, should get actually, into. I feel like that's the street. only
0: country that's going to out crazy them. They're going to be like <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're going to be like, excuse me, I know you're worshiping your
0: godson who golfs in 18 and doesn't poop uh but if you've ever been abducted by aliens those are actually demons sent by a goat satyr to convince you of a different religion kim jong-il is going to be like this asshole am i right (laughs) Uh,
4: so
1: yeah and okay i love too he's you know they're trying to like bolster their aliens or demons thing and he's like you know he's like but you know you know aliens are always when they show up they're always like oh I'm so from outer space different planets and shit yeah. why would they protest so much
2: Yeah no his big evidence too is like here's how we know I this is that the toward the end of the movie so this is my big objection here's how we know it's not aliens we've got all these stories every single millions of binders full of stories why did they never grab a towel from the spaceship bathroom and bring it back? <laughs> no one's bathroom? ever.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm a skeptical man. You're telling me no one's ever stolen one of those decorative soaps from the inside of a spaceship? <laughs> yeah. But why would anybody yeah.
2: take a demon towel though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never no one's ever borrowed a space pen from the <laughs> deck
3: of the spaceship. Yeah, Gary I'm a skeptic. Gary wants to know where the used space condoms are, guys. This is pretty yeah. straightforward, <laughs> right? Science adjacent person I, wants to You know
2: that. what what's funny is it would have been a better argument if he's like Why have we never seen a guy walking around with a pull up his ass (laughs) after That actually would be a good question. Yeah, no, or like some massive, you know, anal hemorrhaging kind of thing. Like, what what, did did anyone ever ask? Like, did you get an examination? Did you? I mean, there would be evidence of this. It's just like fitting his
3: gauge and just walking around with it all the time. What do you you, you guys, I I can't see it. What are you talking about? I'm
0: fine. I'm going to work in just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> rub some tuss in it and also okay
1: and he and he says at one point here and i love this might be my favorite line in the entire movie because me and gary actually agree on this one accidentally this is this is where he says and christianity has never been more relevant to the culture than it is today
3: <laughs> yep <laughs> gotta get fill those pews basically what we're saying here she's thinking to pay his own rent it's the moral yeah. of this entire and then we, we movie. finally
2: cut back to the uh, Dilf. By the way, he, like zips up his fly, and he's like, "Oh, so uh, aliens, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever we're talking about here." Uh, well, we're get paid. We've had a lot of fun today, and you thought about what I'd look like <laughs> on a
0: surfboard, like gently teaching you how to surf, not not in like a too harsh way, but maybe you'd get up once or twice and. You just hold my hand in the sand. Anyways, the movie's (laughs) over. There's 10 seconds of credits. Goodbye. (laughs) Only Jesus can stop the aliens.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was pretty angry at this point, right? Because I realized we were eight minutes in and we learned almost nothing about these actual demons. No, no background. Like this is just Game of Thrones all over again. We're going to rush it (laughs) in the last eight minutes. Fuck this.
1: Well, they're they're softening us up for the sequel. Obviously, they're going to go into more detail. Uh, in this, I, I actually really hope that they're going to make a sequel so. mm. alright, well that's it so Thomas, Aaron, can't thank you enough for hanging out with us today, if our listeners want to hear more from you guys, uh, remind them where they can go
2: uh, I guess I'll do. Why do you assume that's my job, Aaron? <laughs> Why isn't that your job? You're maybe? more popular.
3: Yeah, if they want to find us, they can check us out over at Philosophers in Space on all the major places. Space, um, space, space. And they can also uh, find me at Embrace the Void and Thomas literally anywhere that there's a podcast. Great.
0: Now, do a take <laughs> yeah. where it's like you've spoken English before. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're such a Uh. (laughs) dick. All right, well, that's going to do it for our review of Alien Intrusion, but it's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to toss out the teaser. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? Abby.
0: What the hell is Abby? It's the very first movie in the psychotronic encyclopedia of film, and anything whose catchphrase is, the devil is her lover now deserves our treatment.
1: Okay, well, in that case... (laughs) Heath will be happy to get home. So, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 196 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to Aaron and Thomas from Philosophers in Space, and perhaps even a huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com God Awful, and thereby earn early access to an ad free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Need, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. And if you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the Law Offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnikov, which on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. John Schneider didn't hurt
0: anyone. Jen D has gone through four more religions and 16 belief
2: systems since this movie came out. She's doing great. All the demons eventually figured out they could just fuck each other.
3: <laughs> Gates finally got to work. They lived happily ever <laughs>
1: after. <laughs> and, God, and Joyce A is actually feeling kind of lonely. She didn't realize how much she was enjoying it until they were gone.
0: I guess you want to help me write his headlines for when he gets back. Sure, sure, we do write Heath's headlines for him. Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. That's what you get. You come from
0: Match. You come from Match. I got two weeks worth of gamads for you. You come from Marjorie Tyrell Bosnick. <laughs>
1: The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.